So you're ready, Andrew? Ready. You ready, Jim? Going yes, again, sir. babe. Huh? Stunt going again. Born, born ready. Fucking That's right. We've got to be and ready for anything. We're going again with Jim Lytle, my buddy Jim Lytle. Thank hey, you. Baby. Hey, Jim. Gentlemen, um, I, I, I don't we know asked what you, to say. We asked you a year ago. To, you did. And, and you've been putting us off and putting us off. And I tried and tried, and it and just, you just didn't happened, work. You just happened to be in town today? Is that what happened? That's, well, something like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. No, I actually have been very anxious to do this. Just my world is a little a little different at home, so often it's not easy for me to get away in the middle of the day. Yeah. During the winter, it's it's uh, a lot easier. So. Yeah. Speaking of winter, you're not plowing much snow this year. No, I'm not. I'm winning. Yeah. That's a <laughs> because, good thing, right? Well, everything we do is contract. So I get paid no matter what. Oh, so I'm buying dinner. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. You're on. Podcast's Uh-oh. over. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's No, excellent. and it's, you know what? I've been doing that a long time and uh, no guilt because you win some years and you lose some years. Yeah. What, what, what's the name of your company? What do you do? It's Lawn Rangers is my, my little property maintenance business I've had since 19... 84 oh that's a that's that's a fun title yeah the lawn ranger yeah do you leave back a little silver and, bullet when you and there? our logo is first in lawn and order oh hey oh Did my what do, you, what do you think about that i've never had your business card uh, personally so i've never i've never known that the lawn rangers yeah yeah the first and, and it started and it started out as a, a weed and feed company yeah um I started it in 1984. My first year, I had 1,100 customers. Jesus. How and how did, how did I do it? <laughs> yeah. Just quickly, I did <clears throat> 20,000 handwritten quotes in a particular area. In this case, it started in Scarborough. And uh, What? Yep. Just, okay, 20,000. 20,000. Handwritten. Yep. We had the quote. So, so your wife was really busy. Actually, I wasn't married then. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I was. That was <clears throat> forty years ago. Wow. So, again, I know we're kind of not on the stunt topic. No, no. It, However, we don't have to be talking about. We want to talk okay. about Jim yeah. Lytle. Okay. So, what you what I did was you go to the public library and you can get what are called the. Um, now, for the younger folks, a public library is a big building that used to house a lot of books that you could take out uh, and exactly. bring back. Do they still have them? Are they around now? No, I don't I, think so. Actually, quick sidebar, I was at U of T last Wednesday visiting Spence. Yeah. They play a little squash. Yeah. Sweet. You know they have Love the squash. biggest library in like the country? Okay, well, Spence is your son. Yes. 25 years old. Yeah. Brilliant young man. Has he read a lot of those books? Most of them. Awesome. (laughs) We might want to cut that out later. (laughs) No, but we were walking in this eight-story building, like the size of an office building. Is a library. Yeah, that's the library. Fuck. I went, oh my God. Wow. Yeah, so you can access information that shows everybody's name and property size. So based on your property size, I know you got a house and a driveway and a sidewalk. Okay. I don't need to come and measure the grass 
I can be within, you know, unless you got a pool in the backyard, that changes it. But um, so I'd have that information. So I'd literally write Mr. Butcher, uh, 36. Yeah. Well, let's tell him uh, where, uh, where I live. 36 <laughs> XYZ Street uh, in uh, Cobalconk, Ontario. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it'd be, here's the price for a six-step program, three fertilizers, three weed controls. Right. For my four square yards of lawn. Yeah. You know, in your case, you, you know, I would have gave you a deal. <laughs> but, and, and then I, on the card was a postage paid return yeah love it thing smart and again we did 20,000 of them so why I, don't you just email I'm just kidding I'm just kidding <laughs> that was email in those days <laughs> for the for the young people listening I had to ride my horse around to uh, you know a, 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 so a, a I had stamp. tell the young people what a stamp was <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> um no, no. So we we hand delivered them. Wow. Okay. So, so I hired. I'm going to use the term secretary because I didn't have a business yet. Well, it was 1984. I had a girl. We would drive to the Scarborough Library every morning, spend the whole day there, pack up and go home. And we did that all winter. Wow. Then starting in March, I Jeez. rented a van. This is true. It's going to sound funny. I know you're going to make fun of me. I have never known you to I would, tell a... I would drive into the area, and I'd find some kids in my white van. What oh, the fuck, Jim? And I said, do you guys want to make some money on the weekends? Wow. I'll give you... I think I said like 10 bucks for the day, and I'll buy you lunch. There's a movie in this. We'll go to McDonald's. And I said, make sure you get your parents' permission. Sure. Um, I'll meet you guys, and, and I'd say get two or three of your friends. So I literally got three, four, five of them sometimes, and they'd usually be 12, 13 years old. And I would give each of them a route, like a street. A route? And each, <laughs> each, <laughs> each had a house number. Yeah, I get it. So they just walk down the street and go 36, 38, and then go down the other side of the street and do the odd numbers. And I just kept, you know, this guy's done, and we'd just do that all day. I could do four or 5,000 flyers in a day or, you know, whatever it was. That's incredible. Yep. And then we'd stop. We'd go to McDonald's, you know, and at the end of the day, I'd give them their 10 bucks each. You know, that, <clears throat> that's a lot of work, and businesses today wouldn't do that. They don't do that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nobody wants to work, 20, work. 20, right today. Let me recap. 20,000 handwritten introductions to a company postage paid that means you they only pay for the people that return correct um i'm i know and um uh, you you tell your wife you you're spending the day at the library with, with your secretary <clears throat> and then you take your white van out on the street and, and <laughs> solicit 12 year old children that's correct wow damn what a business but uh, it worked. So all of a sudden, and, and it, it would be a post office box, would be the address. And these things would start to come in. And a lot of them would have checks in them. And you said 11,000. 
11, no, no, eleven no, eleven hundred. Oh, sorry. Confirmed customers the first year. Oh, copy, copy, copy. Out of twenty thousand that we hand delivered. Right, right. right. And um, I did that for probably a couple of years, wow. like like two winters. I did that, and then of course you hmm. get referrals. And we used to go out on Saturdays, and when you were spraying lawns, I'd have two guys with me, and they'd go down the street knocking on doors. Excuse oh wow! Me. We're on the street. Do you want your lawn sprayed? Yeah, over here. And back then, it would have been like 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Now sure. it's 50, 60, 70 minimum. Yeah. And uh, and we'd sign up new customers. And it just got to a point where I had close to 3,000 customers. Wow. Yeah. Had five, six trucks. Each guy had 40 to 50. Clients to, to um, service. Sprays oh, or sprays? fertilizers. Mm-hmm. And, of course, every, everything was set out in areas so that if you imagine a map of say scarborough i would i divided it into like 40 areas area one two three four five six seven eight right and within that area there would be let's say there's 15 customers in one 20 customers in two that's how they'd get the route for the day so that truck could do 40 to 50 sprays in a day and he'd never move more than Oh, a well, kilometer. Smart. Right? And the next truck would go here, next truck would go here. Hmm. And they'd come in with this, everything. You had to leave something in the mailbox. And uh, if it's a spray, there's a little flag that goes on the lawn. If it's a fertilizer, I'd always say to them, make sure you get a little fertilizer on the back deck or the little, so they know. Because you'd be amazed. We do stuff and people go, I didn't see the guy. He didn't do it. Huh. I'd go walk outside and look. You'll see the fertilizer. Yeah. No, I don't see it. We sprayed some in your open window there. <laughs> yeah, but that's about it. Not a lot, but it would happen. So I'd say to the guys, just make sure as you go by the little back, like your little sidewalk there. Yeah. Don't cover it, but just get a few little granules on there so they can go, oh, yeah, for sure he was here. Those are the little things. That that's so silly, eh? Kind of, oh, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah, I do believe <clears> it. It's a little pet. Yeah. I do believe it. And not it. a lot, but the odd guy, and you go, listen, I did it myself, because I used to go out too. Mm-hmm. Of course you did, sure. Um, in fact... The first two years, I did them all myself. So, hmm. um, anyway, stuff like that. So you're always thinking, make sure they know you were there. Are any of your current customers uh, like still around? Still, you know what? I, I, I'd have to check. You see, we don't spray anymore. Okay. The quick story is that once they cut Killex sure. out of the equation, mm-hmm. Between you and me, the stuff they use now, and maybe it's between you, and me, and all the listeners. Okay, it's it's just when when the when the when the change came, and I'm going to guess it was my God, uh, like, well, 25 years ago. Anyway, yeah. when when they cut out Killex, maybe more. They gave us stuff. Um, Bring your mic in a little bit, Mike. Uh, they uh, Jim. Yeah. The I just Sorry, repeat. it's not Mike. I just, repeat, yeah. I just like to repeat my words. Wait, quit calling me Mike, will you? <laughs> right. So, you're making me laugh. Yeah, I try. Okay. You got a good giggle. Um, see, I lost Should have heard him in the library. Yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> um, where was I? Uh, original the back customers. corner of the library. Oh. The what? Original customers. Oh, oh yeah. Anyway, so once they cut out Killex, we used uh, 
the new stuff now i'm gapping it's been so long um fiesta it's called sounds fun twice as expensive like we'd buy it in 10 liter jugs mm-hmm. so to give you an example a jug of killex would cost me and we'll use those dollars um i think it was a about 140 bucks for, oh, wow. for two of them because you'd buy it in a case of two okay that 20 liters or well, let's talk about a 10 liter jug so 70 bucks I would use in a 300 gallon tank and I could do about 50 to 60 lawns depending on of course on the size Certainly. I'm not talking about acreage I'm talking about a, a you know a residential 50, yeah average residential 50 by 100 foot lot sure right so if you do the math backwards that's costing me in chemicals a buck fifty a lawn right right um and back then i was paying six bucks an hour well but these guys go out and do 50 50 lawns in a day you know 35 to 50 depending on the guy and the route that he had right and uh yeah that's so it worked great is competition through the well sorry go ahead well i was just gonna say a six-step program and i can't even believe this now but it's true 49.95 49.95 in 1984 that's what we charged now we were a bit lower than most of the competition but i was still making money so basically it's 10 bucks a visit damn okay now i'll bet you they'd want 50 bucks to spray spray your place today hmm. it's not about the area it's it's the trip it's the you know sure. all the other but i'll bet you it's minimum minimum of you know 40 yeah there would have to be a minimum yeah okay that's interesting yeah so i mean now it's oh and anyway so to carry on once i started using fiesta i found it wasn't nearly as effective it was more than twice as much to buy you had to mix more in the tank and i always mixed it properly because i didn't want to go back and i did a high percentage of the sprays and i would soak the lawns properly i was getting half the kill that i was from the kill x wow and again i'm sure that's come a long way in 25 or 30 years it maybe it's more effective now but i got people saying to me and i'd go do a two acre lawn my cost was over 300 bucks so i'd charge them like 450 and they go i'm not paying unless you spray it again and I got to a point where I'm going, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. Stuff's yeah. not working. So hence the no spray anymore. Yeah. And so I eventually just, you know, it's not like I went, it just slowly dwindled. And then at that point, I started to cut grass. I never cut grass before that. So, uh, <clears throat> you know, because people were always asking me, do you cut lawns? And I said, no. So then it moved to, yeah, we will. This was all small residential stuff. So now, if you're not spraying, is cutting the grass like the primary thing you do? Oh, basically? completely. Yeah. I'll fertilize. <clears throat> Someone wants fertilizer, I'll do that because it's, it's granular fertilizer. It works. Are we yeah. still talking about the secretary? Um, possibly. <laughs> no, we kept it completely, uh, um, you know, above board. Right. Is there competition these days? Oh, yeah, tons. Bigger, eh? Yeah. Bigger. Back then, there wasn't as much. The main competition was Weed Man. 
Oh yeah, Camelon, which yeah. I don't even think you know the Weed Man. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen the Weed Man around. Yeah, yeah there's several of them in town. <laughs> yeah, it's a good franchise. Oh, the Weed Man. <laughs> Do you wish? Stay with yeah. me. Yeah, I gotta stay stop. with me, son. I gotta stop with all the weed. <laughs> <laughs> so. You just hope you don't need root, root, what is it? <laughs> root, the rooter, rotor, whatever. The roto rooter. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, but now there's. Sorry, I, I don't mean to be so serious, but. Okay. Well, let's. Um... Grumpy back. So that's the quick, how that came to be. And then <clears throat> um, I started to get bigger moors and doing bigger places. And then when I moved up to Stouffville in. I just got to think about this for a second. I think it was around uh, 97, 97. Um, I live in an area where they're all big. Bigger big, houses, yeah, bigger, bigger lawns. Well, bigger lawns. <clears throat> bigger sure. lawns, yeah. I, I'm the guy with the smallest house on the street type thing. Yeah, but your property's incredible. Oh, it's it's. I got lucky. And again, in 1997, it was worth, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, I, got, I don't care who knows. I paid three eighty for it, and now it's well over two. Damn, hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say yeah. he only lost a hundred yeah, grand. Right. <laughs> no, but it, I got lucky. I got in <clears throat> just in time. Um, That's great. So, uh, anyway, just I got to know people and people in town, and I put a few ads in the local Stouffville paper, and it just flourished it did it 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 grew it's not huge i'm not a big company but you know i got enough to keep three or four guys going now do you plow snow yeah normally winters and stuff you have contracts for that yeah and then like you said earlier you get paid regardless yeah because who knows and the quickie with the snow is i used to do a lot of commercial stuff i did a lot of work for york housing um which was uh, very stressful because you're on a time everything's got to be done and salted by eight nine in the morning at the latest yeah usually if it's a nighttime storm and i understand that can vary a little bit depending on when the snow comes but now the insurance is literally becoming prohibitive for a lot of guys they're getting out of the snow you're wow for one building i mean <clears throat> I'll explain. For one building, it can be as much as ten grand. Now, for two, it might be eleven. For insurance, yeah. Wow. Because I phoned my insurance guy because there was a nice industrial building not far from me that asked me for a quote. So I said to the guy, "Before I can give you a quote, I gotta see." And the guy said, "Well, if, you know, obviously, the more buildings, it makes sense. But for just one building, it was ten grand." Well, that's crazy. Insur- so what what does the insurance cover? Um, like it's all snow- liability. Okay, so snowplow, whether it rips up something or... Well, it's more the slip and falls. Okay, so that said, that's funny. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. It, really? We, we, have, we have a service that comes to us constantly in the winter. They're salting like crazy. The salt eats our sidewalk. It eats the brick. We don't want the salt. We've complained about the salt. But then we get a letter about if we don't put down salt and people slip... No insurance. It, it yeah. It's a catch-22. I know yeah. why these guys do it. Because <clears throat> if you slip and you break an arm, you know. Yeah. Um, Who's at fault? Well, somebody's going to. If nobody said anything, 
and it wasn't taken care of properly, right? There it is. You, you got a lawsuit case, and you know they're mm. and all their insurance just goes up and up. I don't know if you've ever noticed that in our town, our local Tim Hortons, it's like you can't even see the sidewalk. They got so oh much yeah, I know, I know someone who walked out of a like a Max Milk or something and uh, tripped and or slipped and broke her arm and she sued them and oh, yeah. she got a new car. Yep. I mean, hey, just a second. <clears throat> We're all stunt guys. That's right. <laughs> Let's all go to the store this afternoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <clears throat> pull a couple, pull some homeowners. Yeah. But anyway, just that's the quickie with the snow. So now I'm doing literally all residential. Yeah. And I do like a couple of churches, no salt. Well, the church is somewhat residential. Yeah, but the, the, house the, the fact is, once you are responsible for salt, you are liable. If they call you when they want salt, then you're not. Wow. So That's, mm. that's insane. So in other words, the, the decision is off my shoulders. If somebody slips and falls, that's your problem. But if you call me tonight and say, can you come and salt? And I come and salt it. I've done my job. I came when you wanted. But is there a record of that that they requested and you responded? Uh, yeah, they're usually. Like, I mean, it's a he said, she said yeah. sort of a deal. But, yeah, but that's, I never had an issue with those. But, uh, um, again, quick story. We don't need to go on about this all day. But I was doing a townhouse complex for... Um, an acquaintance of mine, it was near me. He said, do you want to do it? I'll give you the contract. In my contract, I plow all the, you know, how there's little parking areas in a mm -hmm. townhouse area, sorry. And, um, <clears throat> and he said, you plow the sidewalks and the parking lots, but you only salt the sidewalks, which I did, no problem. One day I get a call from a lawyer Oh, no, really? And he says, um, you know, I tell him who I am. Yes. I said, uh, he said, someone slipped and fell. And I said, well, where did they fall? And he said, they were walking out to their car on the parking lot. And I said, well, I, I am told, instructed, I do not salt the parking lots unless I'm called. And I said, I salt the sidewalks every time. He said, okay, you won't be hearing from me again. So it's, it was the liability was placed on the, on the, bill, uh, the property manager. Right, yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. So, and again, I don't know. There may be rules now that have changed. That was, again, that was probably 25 plus years ago. Yeah. Um, so I, I can't speak for the law, but uh, I'm sure there's a way for people to get around it. But it is, it's a dicey thing because everybody wants to get their, oh, I can probably get 25 grand. Sure. Or, yeah, you know, yep. and in a lot of cases, the insurance company will just go, "Yeah, let's get this out of the way." They don't want to litigate and all that stuff. I can't get over lawn rangers. There you go, lawn and order. I love that. I can't get over come and salt. Hmm. Come and come and salt. Wow, is it chunky? It's it's uh, it's granular. <laughs> Oh my God! This this tastes salty. Can be painful. Um, so, uh, speaking of painful, yes. Um, how the hell did you become a stuntman? 
Um, I mean, we've talked about it. None of us. A, a, a very fortunate series of events <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> um, okay, where do I start? It all started back. It all started. Well, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna actually tell you how I got probably most of my skills. Yeah. Especially driving. Yeah, we're interested yeah, yeah. in knowing if you have them. Well, I've, I've been faking it for a long time, but I seem to have been pulling it off. And it, the truth is, and, and I grew up in, in Mississauga, a little area called Lorne Park. Jim, just bring your mic down a smidgen so I can see you on the camera, and, and then bring it a little closer to you. Yeah, how's that? Yeah, yeah point, you can actually turn point it. it toward you a little bit. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. I'm a technician. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Um, so, anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, Blair. <laughs> First of all, as I'm sure you know, and we're all very alike, I was a total car freak yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, man. I knew every single car on the road when I was 12 years old, what motor it had in it, what transmission it had in it. Yeah, you be on the rest, man. Yeah. You remind me of Nicolas Cage in Gone 60 Seconds. Yeah. Just you listening. Just... Yeah, you could look at the exhaust pipes and go, yeah, that's a Chev V6, you know, or, you know, da 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 da. So I was just infatuated with the whole driving thing. I was driving. <clears throat> my dad loved to drive. He was a bit of a, we'll call it a sporty driver. Um, uh, she an old Chevy Sunbird. Go. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It's a piece <laughs> of shit. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> we call that a, a Keswick Caddy. Oh, yeah. yes. Lots of those up there. Yeah. <laughs> For all you Keswick people listening, awesome town. I love it. Um, so, and my friends were, were very similar, especially one or two of them. Um, so what happened was we ended up, when we were 13 or 14, getting these little beater cars, you know, little shit boxes that were sitting in somebody's driveway for two years and my buddy Gord Petrie God love him not here anymore probably my oldest friend we were in the same kindergarten class together um, yeah. his his dad's property he was um, like a plumbing contractor um, a mechanical contractor which is plumbing for big commercial properties they backed onto about a hundred acres of dirt oh, roads wow. <clears throat> along a railway line so to speed this up a bit three or four of us got little crap cars like we'd pay 25 bucks for them make sure the tires had air in them they'd run and every day after school sorry was that my stomach <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'd go out and dukes a hazard for two hours Fucking a. That's and awesome. these dirt roads and I mean we were doing stuff I'm just saying for 12 years old that yeah, all we did was have these things going sideways all the time. You know, we used to have contests to see who could, you know, do the, the 90 and the 90 and the 90, you know, back and yeah, forth right up, the, up the dirt like 25 times, getting it completely sideways and bringing it. But all that stuff, that's all we did. And um, probably for a year and a half. And my dad said, if I ever catch you on the street with that thing, like I'll burn it. <laughs> you know? But he was okay with the. He was the, fine. 
because <clears throat> I, 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 I had a certain level of common sense and yeah, responsible awareness. awareness. Yeah, I, I knew if if I abuse this, it's going to go away, and it was so much fun, right? And that's quite frankly. Between that and playing around in parking lots like we all do, yeah. you know, in the snow and the wet and yeah. um, that's really my training ground. So when we fast forward to doing that first, you know, Randy says to me, can you slide it and land here? I go, yeah. <laughs> Duh. Well, no, but, <laughs> no, it's you know, I'm not that way, but. <clears throat> no, like, of course. No, but you're right. I yeah. Mean, that's that's like, how it happens. It yeah. is. So because of all that playing as a young boy because it was literally i mean i didn't get involved with you guys till i was basically in my early 30s you know um but but i loved it i you know i raced go-karts and i raced motorcycles and do you guys remember meeting at all um meeting like the first time i i actually think i do and i don't know if you would remember it was it in a was it in a gravel pit My, I, were, I had you, this, were you buying or selling? No, I can't remember. <clears throat> I was in the. I was. We were doing something <laughs> in a gravel pit, and oh, I saw this pretty lady get out of a car, and she's behind the door. And I, and as I'm driving towards him, oh, she's pretty. Hmm. Oh my God, she's really pregnant. <laughs> and I find she's Jim's wife. I remember that, but I'm. That was in. Uh, that's right near where I live, by the way. That gravel pit is. Yeah. Very close to that was in Stouffville area. I remember that. That was a Jaguar commercial we were doing. No idea. Right on. No, I won't forget it because gravel roads. This guy wants me sliding this car around. I say, "You sure?" Like this is gravel. Give her. And I'm going okay. It's not my car. <laughs> and I know we've all had those where you're in some really nice car and they just want you to give her right. Oh yeah. On on dirt or gravel, and I'm like, yeah, those oh. are the best. Best but thing. I always like to sort of qualify. You understand what's yeah, yeah. going to happen, right? Probably. Anyway, but I do remember that. Him? No, no. Um, but I seem to remember meeting you on a spot in Scarborough. Bobby Hanna was coordinating. Yeah, shout out to Bobby. Big yep. Time. And I mean, I owe Bobby. He brought me in. As and, do I. Yep. Um, I, yep. And... Uh, you and I ended up getting into a very interesting conversation because I don't know if that was the first time, but I feel like it was. And I went after like, wow, this guy is really cool. Like, because mm -hmm. you were writing. Yeah. You were talking about stuff and, um, you know, we ended up having a really good talk. And uh, I, I remember that particularly. I feel that was before the gravel pit, but it, it could be maybe <clears throat> Randy, I'm, and again, if we're thinking years now, I guess it was 90 when I started. And it was Bobby that brought me out on a, a B movie called um, Talons of the Eagle. Right, I was there. Have <laughs> you ever saw it? Nobody saw it. No, you're right. <clears throat> you should see it. But I tell you, what a blast, the stuff we got to do. Right. Um, so 90 was when I started. So it had to be sometime between... Right. Then in probably the next few years. And then since then, we've done a whole lot of work. Together. Oh, yeah. And I am forever grateful to you for trusting me 
and allowing me to do probably the most incredibly fun stuff. Like again, I'll never forget the the rogue commercials we did. That's still oh that's still so big in my mind. There was fun. four big spots and you had me as the basically the main guy and it was all Wait, the knee the Nissan? <coughs> yeah. Were they for the rogue? Yeah, I guess they were. I don't remember. Oh, remember, we were all remember the icy rogue. bridge, the oh, mud. That, that was a blast, those the, the, Oh yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. I, I will never forget that. The that snow, was the snowmen. Yeah. Oh that that was the sec that sorry. <laughs> sorry, Blair. That was the second one. Right. Right? That was the follow-up. And I thought, oh, my God, they're doing another one. This that was is a, awesome. The snowman one thing was a blast. Yeah. Yeah, and here, or, and the thing is, too. No, maybe that was part of the first one. I mean, everybody was there, including Blair. Who's I behind, know. Who's yeah. behind the, the cameras right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, man. But that, a, for some reason, I know time. there's been many, many, many things we've done. But that many. one, to me, was so... I was so appreciative that you trusted me to do what we had to do. And, you know, it, it was just like, I felt like, God, this is just unbelievable. Well, I know you well. I know you're, what you're doing. We all discussed back in the day that Pretty he's easy. the wrong guy, but he had you. Yeah. He was like, no, just trust <laughs> you me. You know how many lessons I had to take before I did that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was great. They're good spots. Wow. Yeah, they were. They were great. Yeah, they played them for quite a while. That's... Yeah, I mean, in, in the history of my career, you've been pretty much there for the entire thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Well, and I remember when you came it's been in. amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm saying, here comes another butcher. Yeah, that's right. You know, I remember that's when you right. were a young guy and, no, and doing some driving and worked out fantastic. Yeah. Now yeah, you're, it's working. Now you're one of it's the working. kingpins. Yeah, and he coordinates yeah. all his own stuff. Yeah. And whatever. Yeah. That's silly to say, but. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> he's getting more yeah it's than going I well but you know thanks to all of the th all three other guys that are here today well it's been a hell of a ride for me so it certainly has been a pleasure you know working with you guys and even uh what's his name again blair, i think it's black plane blair BJ. blair yeah it's blair right <clears throat> and he can speak up if he wants to yeah. tell you off. Yeah, he can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Blair. Love you, buddy. That's great. Yeah, we've done a whole lot of work together. Um, Bobby, Bobby was incredibly instrumental in my being brought into that area of the business. Yeah, doing uh, car commercials and things like that. Um, yeah, shout now out when, to Bob. When did you start? Yeah, I know you've been oh, at it God. a lot longer than I have. Yeah, but see, you did something earlier that I, I don't have an ability to do. You you thought about something, and you went, oh, well, yeah, 97. I don't do that. I don't have a time in my head. Uh, my wife will say, you know, Randy, that was uh, 10 years ago, not three weeks. Yeah, well, I've done that, too. Yeah. <clears throat> so I don't have time in my head, and I don't really – I couldn't give you a number as to when I started. Um, like car commercials, you mean? Stuff like well, that? just generally – like your first shoot that you did. Oh, no. This you know is, what I mean? That was back in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, um, that, no. and you were you, you you were an expert in fighting still are. Yeah. But but that that was your big thing at yeah, that, that point. Yeah, that was that was my introduction to the to the film industry would be my my martial arts and uh, my former gymnastics skills. But right. what, now would you quickly would you agree <clears throat> that um that there was a time when Everyone was sort of introduced to the business uh, in in a way like you were karate or or martial arts or gymnastics or something, 
and then all this and then all the guys to me it seems like all the veteran guys got into driving eventually mm-hmm. but today that it doesn't seem like it's like that at all is it like I don't know. it's interesting i don't know like some people get into it <clears throat> but the but the stunt community is so vast and the the car driving thing is kind of tight yeah the, the 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 driving stuff is is a pretty niche area mm-hmm. uh, and you, you you know i'm sure you get this all the time as well jim um i know andrew and i do and blair does people are constantly approaching you to oh. become a stunt driver. How, I just got, how do you get into that? I got two em- two emails yesterday from people I don't know. Yeah. Asking how do we, how do I become a stunt uh, stunt driver? Can I can you help me? Um but it's going to be the coordinator. It's going to be his his trusted team of guys that he knows. Um the list, the list of people that want to be stunt drivers is massive. Yeah. But the list of stunt drivers <clears throat> excuse me, that I will call upon is incredibly short. Oh, yeah. And if I'm not speaking out of turn here... Oh, here he goes. Um, <laughs> philosophically speaking, um, I often say to people, a lot of what we do is very easy. But then there's 20% that you better know how to do yeah, if it's called upon you. You know, like some of the car commercials, let's face it, you know, you have to be aware, but we're not talking high-end, crazy, hitting right. a mark on the money stuff. 100%. 100%. Yeah, but now that... Oh, I'm not taking away from it. I'm saying that... I'm with you. I'm with you, but it's also... That can be learned fairly quickly. Yeah, but, but it's also easy for <clears throat> a guy like you. But see, that's being... Yeah, it's agreed upon by the three of us, and Blair, I'm sure, behind that wall. What you just said is true. But only to the extent that you bring thirty years of a of a career to do those easy things and make it incredibly easy. If you get someone who's only done it once or twice or never done it before, yeah, their nerves they get the better of them. It's yeah, easy, there's it's a lot easy, of that. It's easy because we do it. Yeah, well, that's true. But I mean, there's some things you've asked me to do that I'm going. I mean, the sh- I yeah. can do this. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> honestly, the shortest day, the shortest day I ever. <laughs> and when I get it, I go, <laughs> "Don't ask me to do it again." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we got it. That's that's. I believe him. The shortest day I ever did on set was was uh, I think it was for a Kia commercial, and I I I went in and uh, um, I parked. I literally parked, and there was a lady running toward me. I don't even know who she was to this day exactly. She's running toward me. She's in the shoot. She's she's part of the crew. Okay. And she's running. And I get out and she says, Andrew? I, yeah. And she says, we need you in the car right now. Okay. Well, I hopped in the car and I was with the guys uh, at the time uh, or in, in, that, were in, that are in the Ukraine and uh, Mark Cabadou and those guys. And um, Mark comes over and says, uh, we're just going to the stop sign and coming back. Okay, great. We literally... Just went to the to the stop sign, came back, and they wrapped me. I, I think I was there for half an hour, forty minutes. I couldn't even believe how fast my day was. Yeah, signed a contract and left. Wicked. That's so incredible. I mean, that's that's rare. There are days. Okay, I got one. <laughs> I got one. But do you have one? I'll let you go first. <laughs> one of those. I have one that I'll never forget. Hmm. If you if you if you have a little cutie that was like well, he wants you to it. go to first because he knows his is going to up you. No, no, he's no, lying, no. so he has to make his up. Yeah, he's a dick. I think uh, 
it's uh, uh no i mean i've literally walked i walked to set a number of times but on, on television shows where the ad shook my hand and said thanks randy bye but not yeah. not not that but, kind of but stuff. something where you performed um you know and you did your one take and they went we loved it see ya yeah, we all met on set once, uh, and remember, and they didn't show up or something, or something happened, they didn't let the stunt crew know, or whatever it was, and we all just ate breakfast and left? Yeah, remember that? I don't remember. Is you, I think Blair was there. Was Thursday, or? Peter was there. That's hilarious. Do you remember Blair? Yeah, they um, they didn't know what to do with us, and they said they were going to go leave, and they went to, like, Hamilton, and we all hung around in Toronto. Yeah. And we just kind of fucked around, and they came back, oh, yeah, we'll never get to Constructively it. fucking around, though, you know. Reading the right. scripts, and, you know. <laughs> Remember, we were doing that yeah. one one spot, and uh, everybody changed in the honey wagon, and then they they wrapped us, but the honey wagon had left with all our clothes in it. Remember that? <laughs> I don't remember. You were there. I got pictures of it. I, I do remember that one as well. And Regan's wearing that blonde wig. I have a, oh, I have a picture man. with him in that wig. Yeah, yeah. That was I, I uh, Toyota. I, I have a picture. I remember that. That was Toyota, and yeah. we were. Uh, I know that only because I have the picture. That's why I remember. Oh, that's funny. I got a picture of Hilarious. Andrew, yourself, yeah. myself, Blair, Reagan. Yeah. And I think was Eddie there? Three, four. Eddie. Eddie, I think, was there. I think you're right. I think it's I Eddie. should have brought that picture with me. I got it stuck on my Well, my now board. I've got to post it on the podcast. Okay. Because everybody's <laughs> I'll wondering. send it to you. Yeah, do that, please. Hey guys. Yeah. Um, you know what I was thinking when you talk about skilled guys and older guys driving cars? Yeah. Here's what I tell people when I have like on a show I'm working on right now, the physical double is not the one driving the car. Like why? <clears throat> well, when someone that's new and doesn't hasn't been doing this long falls down the stairs, their only responsibility is themselves. But once you're in a car, the responsibility becomes the entire crew. Oh. If a car screws up, uh, that's good. You can actually slide it into something or someone you shouldn't be. Does that make sense to everyone? Yes, and I'm glad I taught you that, uh, Blair. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you just got cut. It's a good call. <laughs> it's, a good call. <laughs> it's on tape, so now at least I can play it back and learn it. Yeah. Well, Jim, tell us, baby. Well, no, no. It just because I have only one of those. It was, I don't know, it was a CIBC commercial, and it's about it was about insurance. So the guy gets his car stolen out of an underground garage. And it was downtown Toronto on a Saturday in an underground garage. So literally I get there. The guy shows me the car. I don't know what it was, a little, you know, mid-sized car. He says, we're going to set the camera up here. We want you to come at it, do a little slide, and drive away. So I did it. Perfect. He says, okay, we're just going to move the camera. We did one more. Literally the whole thing, 20 minutes. He says, okay, you're wrapped. Like you said, half an hour max I was on set. Wow. And it was just one of those things I'll never forget that it was, and it was even a bit fun, right? It was, right? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, those those are days where you feel like a cheat. But I think in that case, it wasn't about the car. It was about the insurance Mm -hmm. and this guy stealing a car out of an underground garage. But yeah, you did your job. Yeah. And it was like, really? Yeah, the one I was on, I actually did the day before, and it was, uh, it was actually a really long day. And it was, uh, I had five stunters out doing a, uh, there was 200 extras or something doing a yeah. pillow fight. What was it I was doing? Uh, it was right? all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, can we talk to, the, to you about this? <laughs> but it was fun. Right. It was it was a big, giant pillow fight. Uh, I had a, I had, I had five stunters out all doing, uh, taking falls and, and 
doing some big splashes with pillows. Nice. Um, and it was great. And then the next day, yeah, I went in, did a half hour of driving. Anyway, but gotta yeah. love it. I, you know, I, I have so many things. memories of so many commercials. <clears throat> I barely remember the make of the vehicle or the product that we're doing. Um, but one of one of my favorites that I remember was I was going down this road. I had to take this car down this road, and it, it almost comes to a point where it's not a a, a ninety degree turn. It's like almost like it's I don't know what the angle that would be, but there was a huge tree and a couple of big boulders, and on the other side of the other side of the road was a big ditch full of stones. And they needed me to drive down to that corner, pitch the car around that tree, and come back up this other road. So I did it. Yeah, so it's like a down, hairpin. A hairpin. So you do a little slide, and it's and then... not even a it's not it's not even a turn like this. It's <clears throat> it don't do right. Oh yeah. Yeah, and um, the uh, um, whoever came on the radio and said, Randy, can you go faster? I said, sure, yeah, go, I'll go faster. Take two, boom, faster. Come back on the radio. Randy, um, they're asking to go faster in a, in a <clears throat> bigger slide. I said, sure. Like, uh, you know that the, the ditch there full of rocks and there's a great big tree, right? And, thought I'd point uh, that yeah, out. Yeah, I don't mind telling people that there's shit yeah, in the yeah. way. Of course. And they go, yeah, we know. It's all good. And I said, you know, it's not my car. It's all good. <laughs> and so I did it again. And they said, well, they're still asking for a bigger, bigger, harder. And I said, okay, guys, this car is a piece of shit. It, sorry, this was a new car? Brand new. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and it's beautiful. No, it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful car. <laughs> and I said, this car is a piece of shit. And the first AD, who he comes back and he says, uh, "Randy, go again, please." Uh, the client standing beside me didn't quite hear you. <laughs> Had to be Mark. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. So you know, it ended up they got what they wanted, but oh my god. Yeah. Well, yeah, it happens. You try to be responsible. <laughs> you know what? That's another thing with experience, though, is the uh, it's the ability the ability to just talk on the walkie and, and talk this shit through. Well, like, and- that's a huge thing. <clears throat> Absolutely, but I think applies to all of us here. Is you know where that limit is? Oh gosh, yes. And we've all said no. You can't do that. I can't come in here at eighty kilometers an hour. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to happen, or we're going to end up not only in the tree but bending the car in half. Like yeah, we've had this discussion with some other people. We, yeah, we had Steve Chase here, the director, uh, commercial. Director. I saw some of that. <clears throat> yeah, it's great. But we talked about it, and there's ways of getting around what they're asking for. Yeah, filmically. Well, what yes. they're asking for, they don't know. That's they exactly. They don't correct. really know what you're going to do to and accomplish this. When when somebody asks for eighty miles an hour, how do you it, know it's eighty miles an and, hour? Pal? And, and unless it makes sense, like it's a big open highway, but I 100%. get you. I I know exactly, yeah. and I did hear that bit. Yeah, and we can we can and, change, and that. I like that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you should because I said it. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I've often sure. said Read that. Sure, Jim. Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even know if I'm good anymore. <laughs> so hilarious. Yeah, we yeah. But I agree. And and um I think I was working with Marco once and he said the same thing. Like as in, yeah, they want you to go seventy, just do sixty, you know, or whatever. Yeah, do what right? you can. Yeah. I think it was a hit or something. Yeah. And they said, Yeah, it's gonna be fine. And they you know, they loved it, it was good. But I agree, and we've all kind of gone through that because they can't 
at least as far as we are aware, you guys do more film work in terms of behind the camera, it's hard to notice a big difference in speed. You can see a slide can be more aggressive than another. Yeah, that depends on the angle. Right. So you can, you can shoot low, you can shoot high, you can go closer, whatever. It depends on the angle of that, the lens that you're using. Yeah. Um, and speed only really counts on angles, like yeah. going across. Uh, if a car is coming directly at you, right. you can't tell whether it's going 60 or 100. Right. Well, you learn a lot of like car acting. Yeah. You know, like I That's come around a corner and give a bit of a jiggle or something, and all of a sudden the director's going, yeah, that, that, yeah. you know, something like that. Yeah. Just wiggle the bum end. Yeah. And they think it's amazing. And I remember you taught me a little trick many years ago. About and you're going to tell the world now? Well, it was a, it was a good advice. <laughs> I had to do a near, like me, near hit somebody. Mm -hmm. And you said to me, just as you hit the brake, crank the wheel to one side so it, it, um, it'll stop a bit quick. And we weren't going real quick. Someone walked out in front of me. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think it was in suits. We were downtown. In fact, I think Spencer and Deb came out. Okay. You remember that? No. Nope. <laughs> but I remember thinking, and he, he, I'm supposed to come like within inches of him, and he sort of slaps the car and looks at me and... Um, and you said, when you come in, right at the end, just as you're, you know, just crank it. As you're squealing to a stop. Yeah. And I thought, like, it worked. It the was, rubber bites. Yeah. The rubber bites, it stopped a little quicker. And should something go wrong, you're at least veering off to one side. Um, but little things, little tricks like that, that, you know, you remember. Um, yeah, man. I do. Yeah. <laughs> but. I forgot. Yeah. <clears throat> that's that's awesome yeah what else keep going no it's great sure. i did a I did a thing with a uh you, you that my head went somewhere else um i had a stunt guy come whipping up a street and the actor is going to run across the street in front of him and he has to slide to a stop short of hitting the actor so you pick two lines on the road one's for the actor one's for the car the actor will never cross this line the car will never cross this line. We both know this is where we are. And <laughs> Car on one side, actor on the other. 100%. But it's not one line, it's two. Right. So there's an actor line and a car line. Sure. And, well, <clears throat> rehearsals were perfect. And this is where, and uh, all in all, this is a fairly easy gag. But And this was an incredibly experienced guy. And this goes back to what you said earlier about things being easy so to someone else who wants to be a stunt driver and they see this they're in a movie or a tv show they're going to go that's easy and this is a guy with experience he can whip it up on action your adrenaline I, this adrenaline thing kills me but his adrenaline comes up he gets excited pedal to the metal that actor uh when the car stopped was sitting on the hood and got off and ran and it was beautiful but wrong so the actor had the wherewithal to yes continue but running, it was and he had to put his hand on the hood like this and kind of sit on the hood as it's sliding to a stop man so he not only crossed his car line he crossed his actor line wow 
Yeah, it's fascinating. But that, quite frankly, depending on your speed, that's a lot more difficult than it looks. It is, but in the yep. hands of the experienced. Yeah, and that's what yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, mistakes are made, but. Yep. Yeah. Everything comes down to it, terrain, it, the ability of the car. 100%. You know, yeah. It's like we go out and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse. And then when they're called to set, wet down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's happened. Yeah. It's happened. Okay, that's, let's start over again. See, that's another thing, you know, just if stuff, if something like that happens, if an outer force, uh, whether it's the director or, or an AD or somebody, has made a call on something different uh, after a rehearsal before going to camera. I mean, that's another thing that experience brings you. Mm. It's just the wherewithal to bring it up, say it. Yeah. Say, sorry, guys, if you feel like I'm wasting time, but you just wasted my time. So, uh, yeah. you know, maybe you say it differently, but, yeah, you know, yeah. that shit comes up. ABS. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Well, they're making cars anti-stunt. That can... They are, big time. That can really throw you. Which is different because like, if you're asked to do something in a car commercial, you're using a stock automobile from whatever company, pick one, um, and then you'll read the boards and the director wants a particular maneuver and you say, you know, sorry, it has an electronic parking brake. It's not an emergency brake anymore. It's a parking brake. And if you push it while driving, it literally slows you down there is no lockup of yeah so then what we have to do is we'd have to rejig the car to accomplish a lock and a slide or whatever you want or drifting but that's now altering the mechanics of the vehicle so that's not the car they can sell they've so, never cared about that yeah, anyway. well a lot of a lot of people do but a lot of the the, the legal teams will say we can't do it yeah yeah, that's it's, it's not true. It's not true. I did a, I did a job, and I won't say for who. Um, and uh, it has a an automatic braking system. If somebody walks out in front of the oh, yeah. vehicle, the vehicle will stop dead within four feet. Um, and um, I said that's fine. That that's great. I I love that you you've done this technology. But uh, on the day my stunt guy will be depressing the brake. And they said, no, we have to have it. We have to shoot it with it doing it on its own. And I said, that's fine. You get one of your executives to walk out. You get one of your executives to drive the truck. <laughs> and when it works for them, we'll do it. Absolutely. Otherwise, my stunt guy is depressing the brake. And that's how we shot it. And um, then I was later told that it doesn't work if they're running. It doesn't work if it's a baby carriage. It doesn't work if it's a bicycle. It doesn't work if it's raining. So now my question is, why are you putting this on your vehicles? Mm. You're just giving a false sense of security to someone that it's going to stop. They're, and when they, I, yeah. it's, it's crazy what they're doing to vehicles. Yeah. When I bought my truck, 2020, there's a whole whack of <clears> shit that I just turned off. Just don't even use all the crap that I paid for. Yeah. Because it's it, it's either annoying or, you know, even like the reverse uh, brake assist kind of thing where <clears> it breaks for you if it feels like it's going to hit something. I mean, mine is so sensitive that if I'm backing up and there's like a little post behind me or something, I can see it in my camera, but it'll just stop me. And it's as if I hit it. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. I mean, it's probably useful, but I, I don't know. But I, I, I agree that, like, I think that 
that um, particular feature um, may come in handy if some guy in front of you hammers on his brakes. Possibly that could help you, but to put someone's life at risk on a should work basis, yeah. I would have been like you. I would have yeah. been. I would have said, "Put a dummy up there or something." I don't know. I'm not quite sure. So, but somebody, I, somebody would have said, it "Doesn't work on dummies." <laughs> you literally have to be walking. It has to. Be, well, it well then, you, then someone's hitting the brake. Yeah, and crazy. I agree with you because I just. I don't think I could do it. Yeah, it's crazy. If I think I go. Oh, this is insane. I. I yeah. It's just. I know it's supposed to work, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just said it. It's. I was doing a. I was doing a spot. They brought two little uh, sports cars, the prototypes, and this car doesn't exist. It didn't exist at the time. I don't even know if it exists now. And um, the the job was that I had to come in. They had these beautiful cars. I think eight of their other lineups, all white, in a semicircle. And I'm bringing this little red sports car in and sliding it sideways for camera to point it to lens like this. And um, <clears throat> I got in the car, and then I got out of the car. And I went over to the director, and I said, I can't do it. He said, why not? I said, there's no e-brake in that car. He said, there's no e-brake. Hmm. Then the guy from the car company, he got kind of hot on me and said, yeah, of course there's an e-brake. And I said, well, where is it? Uh, come and show me. And he said, it's right beside the, the, the conventional brake. It's right there on the floor. I said, really? There's a pedal there? Come and show me. <laughs> so he came over and he, oh, there isn't one. I said, yeah. There's a little button on the. Well, no, there's nothing. Nothing. He called the company and they said, we didn't put anything in the prototypes. Because it was a prototype. Yeah, it's, oh in, it's in the manual, but it's not in the car. So <clears throat> we couldn't affect that slide without mechanically altering the vehicle. So I went to the director and I said, is there any reason why I have to come in forward can i come in backwards and he said you can come in backwards and do that I said, well it's actually easier yeah so he said show me so i came in backwards and slid the car around and they were technical mm -hmm. was this a very expensive car yeah it was i remember you i remember you telling me about yeah. that because yeah. i i think i was with the ukraine you and i met there during a tech survey. Oh, you were driving. Oh, really? Train? Yeah. Oh. You had your truck. Oh, oh my. And I know. Oh, wow. And I can't remember what it was for, but I remember you telling me, and it that was a, a very high end car. Yeah, yeah, and I and but they only had two. Huh. One, yeah. One was I think white, and one was red. Yeah. And I drove the red one in the. I car. wasn't there for the shoot. I just I was there for the Ukraine that, you know, because Mark couldn't make it. And right. Anyway. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. It was fun. It was fun. I, and I could go on forever on the yeah. stories of the car commercials, man. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, <laughs> I remember the uh, the the Wolfpack commercial. I think it was a Dodge. That was a trip. Oh, All the silver cars. Yeah, and everybody that's here today was there. Yeah. And, and Peter, I think. Right? Yeah, Peter. Um, and you got to drive this beautiful Viper from Vegas or something, right? Yeah, the, right? it was the bad boy too. <laughs> yeah, and, and you did, yeah. and you did some nice damage on. And the they one. needed to ship that to a car show. I had the same conversation with the car handler. I said, "Are you sure?" Because remember, well, we all remember it was all muddy and it was fucking it was crazy. crazy it was in a gravel pit. Yeah, and it was a it was a few days, right? Like we yeah, had a few, a few days. days on it. Yeah, and or a few nights, or some whatever. nights. Yeah, yeah, we did more days than Jim. <laughs> No, oh, so, yeah, oh, so yeah, we were, 
you remember? Right? I don't think so. So I wonder why I only got half a day on that. <laughs> like that—that's when you had to spin it. Yeah. Um, wrecking the shit out of this car. Oh, and, and there, oh, you guys were parked there. It was probably spraying everybody. Yeah. I don't know. It all was. Remember? All I knew is I was going to get this thing around. I wasn't going to oh, dilly dally with it. No, you, <laughs> giving her. And that—that's the car to take around. I mean, yeah. my God, the power in that car. Well, yeah, oh. you were ahead of us all. You were at the head of the line. Yeah. And all I remember, I was in the Durango. Peter's ahead of me. And uh, it was just with my wipers. Clean mud. Clean mud. Clean yeah. mud. You know, and it was there was so much mud. It was the middle of the night, raining like crazy. Racing, Couldn't see a thing. Racing down that road yep. around between those two yeah, uh, and almost, pits of water. An almost non-visible road. Yeah. Well, like, it was invisible. I, I could see fine. Oh, yeah, God, right. Guys have the problem. And I was at the back. I yeah. was at the back. In the little. And in, in, I come around the corner, and there's Peter completely sideways, <laughs> drifting down the road, and I'm coming at his and passenger. Wasn't door. there one where we were all doing circles around, like together? Down that road at the end. I thought we did a oh, whole bunch of. Oh, we were of, doing. Yeah, oh, yeah we like, were like together. Going all the way to the end, and we were doing stuff kind of together and coming back. I don't know. There was a whole whack yeah. of shit they were doing. That and then we'd come fun. back and they'd spray all the cars off. Yeah. They had like a car yeah. wash set up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember we got there and they, I mean, they, they assumed it was going to be kind of a decent night or something. It was <laughs> the no mud, you know, just, and yeah. it ends up this rainy, Pouring super rain. muddy, I mean, thick, thick mud. And they say, don't, uh, um, don't hurt the cars. And yeah. Did you read the scripts, buddy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you did some pretty good under, yeah. underneath damage. But nothing that wasn't asked for. No, 100%. that's exactly correct. Yeah, you know? not yeah, yeah, not not your fault. Right. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, I. In fact, did, we all did what we did. They weighed out even taking the viper out. Remember, we kind of got there, and there was some chit chat about even. Yeah. Fuck, we can't use this thing. And then somebody gave the word. And it was that good. it was that special model. Yeah. That had the little racing yeah. scoop underneath the front end. It was like an inch and a half off the road. Yeah. Well, yeah, it had the skirt and all the stuff on it. It was a special edition car. It was. It was pretty. Yeah. It was one or two of them or something. Yeah, gorgeous. You're supposed to go back to Vegas. I got to beat it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking awesome. So, okay, let's... I'd like to ask you, Randy. Yes, sir. Is there one particular spot... Yeah. That you went, oh my God, that was so fantastic. Like your favorite, your, you know, whether it was because of the type of car it was or something you did that was sort of, well, we'll call it spectacular that, and I know you've done so many, but. Yeah, I think my favorite spot was when I was, I was one of the original uh, sponge towel guys oh this has nothing to do with driving Just... <laughs> oh up on the wall no no or i'm teasing yeah i was one of the original sponge towels is that what they call them yeah sponge towel those the dudes all you know, dressed, dressed like a white marshmallow or something. so they, they they brought me in to be the stunt guy that gets like seven people jumping on me so <laughs> uh, some little girl spills her orange juice in the kitchen and i jump on the spill and then everybody else jumps on me yeah i'm a stunt guy i won't get squished did you have some you had some a little bit of protection. Yeah, sponge nothing towel. to speak of. It's just a sponge towel suit. Paper towels. It's, just, it's a sponge towel suit. Um, uh, car commercials. Um, favorites? You mean? You know what I mean? Like uh, one where where what you, all the training you do. This is why. Well, just like you a know? really cool car doing something kind of unique. I, well, I don't know. Maybe just. Yeah, there's there's just so many Jim. Like so many. I think I've driven cars for almost every car manufacturer that you could name um and 
it it's hard to say and one that comes to mind is a, a japanese car called a crown royal i believe toyota made it and it's a stunning car it's a big big luxury car but not for sale here you have to right it's for sale in japan but they shot it here on a golf course and i don't remember the golf course that we were on but it's a stunning car and i remember remarking to the japanese contingent that came over with the car that we in canada try to stop people from drinking and driving and you call your car a crown royal <laughs> um the uh i don't think they got it that's funny but um blair did you get that <laughs> <laughs> sorry bud there was uh this this golf course was absolutely stunning and all the cart paths were beautifully paved beautifully paved so i had to come up the, the cart path in this car towards camera but at the end of the cart path there's nowhere to turn around so i have to back the car down well, without cart driving path. On the, without driving on the grass yeah, oh that's and that was the most important thing that was a no-no um locations were incredibly <laughs> adamant that i not touch the grass with the vehicle not a problem so <clears throat> I take this car down the cart path and I get to a point and it's so windy, twisty, hilly that of course I can't see camera. So they call action. Up I go at whatever speed we decided. And I go zipping by camera. Okay, Randy, that was perfect. Let's just do it one more time for safety. Nothing's going to change. Back down. Okay, is everybody clear? Everybody's clear. Boom, 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 boom. You do your thing. Action. I come up and I come around, and I'm zoom, zoom, zoom. And the moment I hit the crest of this hill, the camera on sticks is in the middle of the paved cart path. Right? Oh my God. There. And I'm, I'm boogieing. You gotta be kidding. No. So I took that car into the grass, slid it sideways to a stop, driver's side down, and I created the best ruts ever. <laughs> <laughs> and they deserved it oh man my the the uh locations guy comes screaming at me and i just pointed at the camera who put that there yeah that's weird that's what happened there incredible no idea why they would ask me to do that again and, and have it there is what were they anybody's thinking guess. yeah anyway i huh. remember it really well it was fun but it was a gorgeous car but we've been in a lot of gorgeous cars yeah you know that yeah, all those Ford Fiestas and uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. So guess who's not getting a call from Ford now? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. No, the hot one's really nice. <laughs> well, how about you, Jim? Yeah. What? What's? What's? What's your favorite? Like, can you think of one? Well, I gotta say. I mean, geez, there's so many that that were fun, 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 but. That uh, LFA. That's actually a Beach Boy song. It is. Yeah, fine. They should write. They should write something on that. Um, in Japan. Hmm. Oh yeah. What was it you, you took? You guys know about it. It was an LFA. Yeah. What What is that? Lafa. It, it's uh, a Lexus. Okay. It was their supercar. Oh. 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 I know. They what only you're made five hundred yes. of them. Yes. Yes. And we got. Oh, to, that's the got to drive right it there. at the Mount Fuji F1 track. Oh fuck! Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Send me a copy. Send what? me a picture of that. Yeah, that's a. I do have a, a nice picture that actually Mark I've seen it. Mark took. Um, we were not allowed to take 
any pictures. I think I told you guys that story too, which I'll tell again just because it's kind of fun. Yeah, they don't listen to us in Japan. But me, <laughs> first of all, I freaked out because we were at a Formula One track, Yeah. right? Like this is like going to Spa or, or you know, Interlagos or something. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm walking in going, oh my God, this is... Like, I, they didn't tell us where we were going or what the track was or... I guess it was owned by Toyota. And, uh, you know, I'm just going, do you know who's been here standing right where we're standing? You know, Michael Schumacher's been standing here. But anyway, <laughs> they finally unveil this car. We didn't even see it the first day. We did a bit of rehearsal concept stuff with two other Lexuses just for the camera car guys. And next day, they literally unveiled this car. It was in a tent. And uh, do you know the car? You yeah, it? yeah. I'm a, yeah. It's a V10. I don't know. Not not silly, but like 580, 600 horsepower. And just... It's a beautiful car. Oh, my God, to drive. And I got... I'll say I got a little bit of a... Because we had this big meeting with all the, the muckety-mucks. And I'm Starting sitting. To speak gibberish, Jim. I'm that, sitting. That's Japanese. Yes, right. Japanese. I learned a lot when I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go into that later. Um, and I'm thinking, what are they going to ask me to do with this thing? You yeah. know, like I don't know. I hope I can do Just what they want it. me to do. Yeah, totally, man. Right? Are we doing big long drifts through corners? And you know, I just I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, because I'm a bit, you know, I, I don't know. Normally, we know what we're doing before we go out there, right? Yeah. Because I don't know about you guys. I'll, one of my first questions is always, okay, what are we doing? Are we drifting? Of course. Are we, because of what we talked about, we need to know the car, whether it's capable of doing. Mm -hmm. Sure. Anyway, it ends up, they say, we want this car to be like it's on rails. No sliding. On the race lines smooth like it's part of the track yeah man and i'm just going like that is my thing right like i just went oh my god and <laughs> got to drive that track and i again i probably told you guys but when they first introduced me to the car it was the senior test driver for toyota who was very instrumental in the development of this car oh wow along with the owner I think it was a Toyota person that this guy worked with. This was going to be their baby. It was, it was six or seven years developing this car. He did not speak a word of English. And um, Did you use muckety-muck with him? I did. He understood that okay. <laughs> 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 Fucking butcher. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut that out um was that a but another butcher he gets in and he takes me for a lap around the track and he's literally just mm, 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 you know, get in right i go okay you know i got the the race suit on and all the gear and it's everything's all custom made and then he gets out and he he says for me to get in the driver's seat and he says because there was a translator there he said go do a few laps just you know get to know the car and i mean it was like you gotta be kidding me 
this is like talk about a man. dream come true. And I keep oh, thinking man. to myself, I'm getting paid to do this. Big time. Yeah. You know, but that was one of those moments that, and then we shot for a couple of days. Um, Wait, so, but you got the gig here. Yeah. And I will give credit. It was the Ukraine guys that suggested me because they came over to shoot it. Oh, damn. That's the thing. Because I I admit it. Why you? Don't they have drivers over there? But they wanted people that had worked with the Ukraine. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think Mark had given them my name. Yeah, because I was busy. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) Mark's going to be here shortly. Uh, (laughs) I'll be chatting. Sorry, Mark. Mark. (laughs) Yeah, he's on tomorrow. Yeah, Yeah, make a note to Mark. Why wasn't I? (laughs) Well, I can't say that. So it was... um, to me, the luckiest thing that ever happened to me, but, you know, first-class mm. flight over there. I mean, I'm, I'm not exactly Mr. World Traveler, so this was Fucking a huge deal, just the trip. Are you kidding? Yeah. So, uh, and, and from our hotel to the track was like a two-hour drive in this van, and we had a translator with us. They didn't make you drive that van. Huh? No, no, no. Okay. Um, so we'd, we'd, you know, we'd stop for lunch and... and uh, you know, nobody spoke any English except our translator. Right. <laughs> but no, it was an awesome experience, and it's something that I'll never, ever forget. It was Absolutely. Just, it was just right in my wheelhouse as far as, you know. Yeah, big time. Yeah, man, that sounds sick. It was. It was just, you know, off the charts because it was, and again, I just wasn't sure what they were wanting me to do in terms of drifting or whatever, right? Because, you know, you, you need a little time to get dialed in now is that car for sale is, is it yeah, production they, they sold them they came out in uh that was in 09 and i think it came out in 09 or, or 10 hmm. and apparently they made 500 of them i don't know I, oh really okay so it was one of those limited deals and yeah collectors yeah. and buy them yeah oh and and again this is another sort of a cool thing but um the director said to one of the top producers you know can i drive the car and she said no if you want to go in that car he drives you i was the only guy allowed to touch that car except that senior vp uh, that took you around he was the test driver that so was his title but uh, obviously had a lot to do with developing in that but it was one of those sort of magical yeah oh my god experiences right that you know yeah that's that's and the car point. was so like, oh my god! It was so fun to drive, and it was easy paddle shifts, like just like I was in my my element, you know, and on an F one track. <laughs> yeah, that's so sweet, man. Yeah, wow, that was a biggie for me. Right. I mean, I love the stuff we do. Yeah, yeah. no, but that's <clears throat> super cool. Them. Yeah, but that was just plain fun. <laughs> well, no, but like, yeah, no, no, what course. I'm saying is the stuff we do is more difficult. Yeah, that's our bread and butter. Yeah. And but this every, was every like going, while. you'd pay to go and do this. Totally. Right? Sure. Um, any car enthusiast, you guys, of course, you know, you would have just been in your element just because it's just sheer driving. Yeah, that's beautiful. Oh, man. That is the dream. Yeah. That's, that's sweet. It, it was. So that was probably my favorite, but. Again, those those uh, Nissan spots always bubble up in my mind once in a while, thinking how much fun those were. Right, like that was some really cool fun. Remember the one we did with the army tank? You were there. Yeah, yeah. There was like twenty of us. They never. Yeah. What did you drive? They, the little 
I it was like a little race, a little race car, car, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. It was. It went a little open wheel. Yeah, that's right. The owner was there, and it was a feisty little thing. Wow, it was that's, that's a good memory. I I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. the tank. The tank that's was right. sweet. The, the army tank. Yeah, that was cool, man. What was that for? Nissan. Uh, Nissan. It was Nissan. And yeah. uh, how many guys were there? Thirteen of us. Yeah, there was a lot. I remember when we all went to lunch. Yeah, yeah there were. Who there, drove the lead? I think that was Carson or something. Was driving the in the, in pulling the, out of the driveway. Yeah, with the actual he, Nissan. Yeah, he was actually right? back. Yeah, and there was all kinds of weird, different. Yeah, and I drove a little uh, open wheel hot rod T bucket. That's right. Open no roof. Yeah, and I drove a hippie van of sorts that just kept breaking down. Yeah, I was barely in the spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the uh, <laughs> I remember the, um, the producer came up to me and said, "None of your guys are going to sign because it doesn't say residuals." And I said, "Yeah, well, it's a residual category." And then she went away and did the math, and came back and she says, "Oh my god." we can't afford to air this <laughs> and it never aired oh no. it didn't no it never aired that commercial did you get a check well i don't remember yeah no get so darn many of yeah them. it actually it was like a series I, of four or something none of them i made. saw the commercial on on the internet on youtube because someone that they put out a tender to for the music for the spot but didn't get the job put his music on it and aired it put it on youtube so i ended up calling the producer and saying i just saw it so you are airing it now and within an hour it went from me to that producer from that producer to chicago to the advertising agency to that guy whoever put it up it's down oh wow yeah um crazy yeah well hey we didn't talk about my favorite what's your favorite hey, go uh, well it happens to also go. i think be alexis job i did a uh i the um, I, I worked up in Algonquin Park, uh, I think that it was 2019, um, for three days and it was just 12 hours of sideways driving, uh, and it was in the all snow. in the snow all the way through all the trees through Algonquin. It was absolutely unreal. It was so much freaking fun. With Tom like, Comet's, uh, drone. Yeah. Yeah. With you. Tom Comet's drone with the Ukraine guys, um, and uh, and the the director uh, that I worked with, his name's Chris Brown, and we've worked now together on a few spots that have been a lot of fun. Uh, he does some really fancy shit. I assume an SUV. No, this was like, um, like a four wheel drive vehicle. No, it was so a, they, well, it was a three. A no, it was a three fifty. Oh. Uh, um, what do you call them? Three fifty i. Whatever, whatever. Fuck, I don't even know what it's called. But it was a beast. It was an absolute beast. It wasn't what you drove. So this wasn't but... snowy. Oh no. Oh, okay. oh it was oh, okay. it was it was interesting. Like they, they got me doing um every single corner. They just said pitch it as much as you can the whole freaking time. And I can't believe that I'm here doing this. And we were going <laughs> we were literally going, you know, uh the, the, the road isn't all that wide. It's a park road and there's trees everywhere and they're asking me to be as brave and crazy as I can be. And uh I had who uh um oh my god why am I Jeff uh, AD first AD oh um he, he, his last name slipped in my mind for some reason he's amazing I love this guy anyway uh he was in my car like the whole time we're driving and just basically shitting himself it was it was awesome <laughs> uh, you know we had one it moment where um I was coming to the toward the end of the run, 
and you know there's a there's a there's another road and a bit of stuff at the end and obviously i gotta ease up as we get closer but they were kind of like in this corner and i said guys i'm down to give it but i gotta be real careful around this 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 area so as we got to the end i uh i i did a bit of a harder pitch uh than i probably should have and um and i told jeff i said we're going all the way around so just uh hold on to your shit so um, I didn't want to end up uh, in in the trees, so I uh, I went all the way 180, and I put it in reverse, and just kept kind of going backwards, waving to Mark in the Ukraine, and it was super fun. It was actually so it was ridiculous how great that job was. Wow! Never had to keep it straight. And it was fun, man. Yeah, and you yeah. got paid. And I got paid. Yeah, yeah, I got paid to act like a complete idiot. In but you know what? The way I look at it too, you give them what they want. Yeah, that's our job, right? Yep. And you got to feel good about that. I'm that's always right. feeling good, Randy. I know you're the same. Just when they say, "Wow, that was great, good job, you guys," you know, you did what we wanted to do, mm-hmm. and that always. It, it, it is. Yeah, I, I know we all agree. It's it's not about us. It, it's fun for us, but when that director or or hundred percent, you know, says you guys that's like beautiful yeah the, it's like yeah the landing when you're done yeah. and you get to walk home or walk out of this going jesus I yeah did, i did it all i did it all it yeah right yeah everyone's happy you know that's a good feeling for sure. yeah and uh, i know we've all learned it's you know it's you can't be a cowboy just what they want you to do is what they want and mm-hmm. they want you to pick it up a bit you pick it up a bit. Pick it up if a you bit. don't, you have to be honest with the whoever. Yeah. And maybe maybe they're asking for something that you might say to them, you know, this could happen. And they yeah. go, really? Yeah. And then you do that and they're ecstatic. So there's that as well. So sometimes you got to put them back, but sometimes you can pull them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But being having said the thing about the cowboy... Um, and going back to an earlier statement about everybody wants to be a stunt driver. Everybody. Excuse me, guys, for a second. I um, we have uh, um, every level of production <clears throat> approaches me the odd time and says, you know, I'd really like to be a, a stunt driver. And I think what it is is that they see the fun that you can have by squealing a car around. Now, what they do, they go back to what you said earlier again. Um, they'll take their car into a parking lot on in the snow and start pulling donuts. That is an uncontrolled donuts in the snow. And when we do it, there's camera, there's people, property. Um, <clears throat> and th- so there's a difference. Oh, you know, um, big time. So when people see it on screen, you go, oh, that's easy. It's like watching an actor act. Yeah. I could do that. I can deliver those lines and look in her eyes. Well, not necessarily. And if, um, I, if I could say one thing exactly well, along your, your lines. Go. Yeah, shut up. Will you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it, it's hitting that mark. Well, 100%. Even if you do that slide, you're you're 30 feet away from where you should be. It, right. It's, yeah. You know, and I know you and I have, I'm sure everybody here. Yeah. Is, you know, you got to do that slide and... 100%. You know, you got to be within four feet and yeah. you're going, okay, 
Well, either you're going to kill somebody or you're out of focus. Right. So let's do it again. It's But hitting that mark is... Those are the magic words that, that separate a guy in a parking lot from doing that same thing and not smashing another car or a camera. And I mean, I know we're all careful about people. You know, there's many times when I've had to say, you guys move out of the way because I, I may need a runoff. Of course, of course. You know, they, they want you to come in hot to a camera and then there's a whole group of them. Big so time. you go, leave me a space just in case. Yeah. Now, right. Now, Andrew, we can hear Andrew in the in the office uh, talking to Blair. So, but you know, what's interesting about it is 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 that, um, yes, you make it look easy, you make it look incredibly easy, and um, it's to someone looking on. Uh, the opener's over there, but on top of the TV changer. We're gonna take a, a break for the pause. Uh, pause for the cause. Um, the um, so what I'm getting at is that young guys, young people, want to do the sexy stuff, the slides, the the reverse one eighties. They want to play a cop and take it down the street and then slide around a corner. I don't know what it is, but they want to do the sexy stuff. What I'm finding incredibly interesting is the number of people who don't endeavor to get their truck license they don't know how to drive a transport truck they don't know how to drive a big just big you know 10 ton box truck um get that and then you will get work as a stunt driver in that vehicle mm -hmm. um, um there's a young lady in toronto who is a firefighter who drives big fire trucks so who would you hire absolutely right um, and, and I've said this before and I'll say it again I'll, I'll repeat this till the day I die if you cannot do in a vehicle with a standard transmission what you can do with an automatic transmission stop calling yourself a stunt driver <laughs> because invariably as you well know we'll get five identical cars on a commercial and invariably Identical stunt, cars. Identical. <laughs> it's it's a joke. <laughs> but you, you'll the two of them. Two of them will be standard, and those are the ones the stunt guys have to drive with the rigs on them. So you, you do it once with the with the automatic, and anyway. No, agreed. Yeah, I've ranted on on our Facebook about this on a, the stunt. Yeah, the stunt, well, I'm stunt sure community page. I'm sure we've all been in this position, and I clearly I'm not. What position quite, is that? Pouring beer in uh, mission, missionary, uh, where someone has said they can accomplish a certain thing. Oh my and, gosh! And oh, surprisingly, not even close. Yeah, hundred percent. And one was in my situation driving standard. After a lengthy conversation about your comfort level driving a standard no problem no way yep you got somebody that did that and again should we throw him under the bus no no no, no. Okay. <laughs> i can't do that and I, I felt sorry for this person because and again i've probably told you guys this but for those listening when this person was asked to move this car we all know 
driving standard that if it hiccups, what do you do? The answer is, and we, we do it automatically, you push the clutch in. Oh, I see. Yeah, sure. Right? If there's a little hiccup, right? Boom. Sure. We all just do it like that. Yeah. Well, we did the bunny hop for about two car lengths. Oh, no. And I'm going, well, in my brain, clearly never has this individual touched a standard. And I'm just going... Well, you know, it's funny. We we all talk about it, about... Um, you want to put those on the floor, bud? I guess. You know, people well, are going to think okay, nasty gonna things about us. Unless going to sponsor us in the wide shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, pfft. Um, the... Um, and I, I hesitate to use the word lying, but they lie. Oh, Jim, take off your Mercedes hat. I'm going to take off my Roots shirt. <laughs> and uh, what do we do? I'm going to leave my Randy Butcher <laughs> shirt on. Fuck yeah, off. I guess so. That's true. <laughs> Um, I'm teasing. All right. But just to me, that's, I get it. We all want to work. Yeah. I've turned things down. Yeah. I had some, but you can't do that. Yeah, but the, well, that's the thing though, is that it's, it's one thing to get to set, know what you're doing and maybe you fucked up. Something like that has happened for sure. But it's one thing to say you do something, get to set only to uh discover you don't discover you just don't like if you asked me to do a high fall i'd go unless it's 20 feet in a big bag and i land on my back right as a professional stunt performer you know your limitations absolutely and we shouldn't be lying about our skill set so and that's fine so if somebody asked me right now to jump seven stories into an airbag i'm going to say no i know people who do Mm -hmm. and are really good at it yep let's get them yeah um the um and I don't want to hurt myself. No, of course not. Um, I got called to do a... By landing flat on the cement, you mean? Well, no, but even... <laughs> what if you land head first? Well, that... Yeah, even, no, even, of course. If that's the if thing. If you're not rehearsed or whatever, you don't know it. But or, if you don't have that aerial awareness... Yep, yep. Which I'm not going to pretend I do. I can jump off, like I said, 20 feet and land on my back. But if I'm careening in the air out of control oh, and then... No. and then For sure. No way. Yeah, it takes some work without serious practice and coaching but see just like there's specialists in in yeah. automotive work and there's specialists in high fall work yeah. so you know but my point is you don't do that you don't well you speaking don't. of don'ts and doing um blair actually mentioned to me uh earlier uh that about i mean i know you you did some motorcycle stuff uh growing up yeah you know but um he had talked about a uh, a slide where you actually had to dump the bike and oh, slide yeah. it toward camera. Yeah. So tell us, can can we talk a little bit about motorcycle stuff? Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather talk about motorcycle stuff. Yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> yeah. All motorcycle guys, but I'm not like a dirt bike guy. I ride a Harley. Yeah. I Jim, love my Harley. Jimmy rides a Harley. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but J- Jimmy grew up. Riding some uh, dirty uh, stuff. Yeah, but not. I'm not like some of these guys. I You're can, a road racer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a uh, a commercial for a... I don't even know the name of the car. It was a overseas vehicle, and it was the Drop Everything event. So they okay. decided they wanted to have these... <laughs> that's kind of fun oh, that's, already. That's yeah. actually kind of good. <laughs> these road racers, like sport bikes at Mossport, Okay. And um, so 
my friend Mr. Van Hart was coordinating. It was all good, by the way. Everything was great. He said, do you want to do this? And I went, yeah, I can do that because I, I know what's going to happen. I've, I've done it by mistake, mm-hmm. sure. too fast into a corner on a yeah, track. So I know, I know I have a mental feel of yeah. how this is going to go down because I do know how to drop a bike. I mean, you're on a corner, you just touch your brake, you're down just like that. For sure. You know, and you know. So I said, sure, okay, you know, a little knot in the throat, but go, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> I do get to wear leathers, right? And So um, um, there's five of us, and of course, these are all pro racers with me. I'm 50 years old at this point. And uh, very comfortable on a bike, but if we had actually raced, these guys would have smoked me. Right. You know. But so we're going around the track, and I I wasn't the guy leading. I was second or third in the pack, and the idea was that all of a sudden one guy slides right towards the camera, gets up, runs off the track, jumps over the little concrete fence, and runs out into the field, keeps going. <laughs> so that was the spot. But I will tell you guys, what was creepy about it for me was you don't really get to do a practice. Well, yeah, that's another bike. Yeah. so Possibly. Definitely. Um, So, okay, we're ready to go. We're all radioed up and we're on the track and my heart's kind of going, why did I say yes? (laughs) (laughs) But I knew I could do it. I did. Believe me, I wouldn't have. You know, but I'm, my just, brain is spinning. The thinking, director is going, why is he praying? Yeah. <laughs> so it was on the oval where they shot this spot. Yeah. Just for ease of. Okay. Know. And we'd come around and, you know, they've, the camp, the radio's tucked in under my leathers so I can hear with a headphone. He says, okay, okay, ready. Okay, ready. And, and, and oh, 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 oh. And I'm coming into the turn now. He says, wait, 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 wait. The light's not right. Right? The sun would go out. Something would happen. Okay. Four times. Wow. And I'm saying, please, let's just. See, the prayer's just. The prayer's coming. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do this. <laughs> right? Let's just get this done, you know? But that was probably the most anxious part of that whole thing. And then finally, we get the, the go ahead and to complete it. And again, into the turn, and I'm looking at the camera, and there's a wall there. And there's lots of room, by the way. This isn't like I'm, i got to avoid the wall. And um, I drop the bike. A uh, little bang on the shoulder. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm sliding, which is exactly what they wanted. The bike goes one way. I'm sliding. Then I get up, and I do the run. And uh, everything went well i did give my shoulder a bit of a whack and i said yes when i go down i gotta turn (laughs) right (laughs) the things you learn so they wanted to do it again so i said no problem same bike um i think they did i think they did well if nothing breaks yeah like it would have hit the end of the handlebar didn't break any brake brake levers or Mm -hmm. clutch so anyway we did it again and i gotta tell you by sheer luck I do it again. I go down. And this time he says, I want you to, when you're sliding, to do a quick rollover and slide. 
So same thing. I go down. This time I turn my shoulder <laughs> so it doesn't crash into the ground. Because in my brain I'm going, technically I'm only falling two and a half feet. Right, but pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. And we weren't going crazy. Maybe, I don't know, 50K, 40K. So it wasn't like we were screaming. Anyways, the bike slid. I did my thing and rolled. And uh, I ran. But here's the cool part. The bike ends up four feet from the camera with the back wheel just going. So they got gold. They got gold. Oh, my God. Total luck. I had no control over that. But you said you did. I did, of course. Are you kidding? How'd you like where I put the bike? Is that better? But that was that's awesome. That that was one of those, uh, you know, should I? Shouldn't I? I should be able to do that. That's, you know, we're not going off a jump and landing in a canyon. It's, yeah. You know. Um, oh, and again, I've dropped bikes on the trash sure. many times, so I'm familiar with the yeah. sensation. Um, if he had asked me to high side, it would have said no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a different ride. Yeah. Big time. But no, and of course, after the first one, even though there was a little bit of pain, I went, okay, there, got it. Now I can calm down and, Well, then you know. therein lies a bit of a difference between the average person who rides a motorcycle, who wishes they were a stunt motorcycle rider, yeah, and a stuntman who is a motorcycle rider in that the bang on the shoulder, take two, yeah, why not? The first thing I ask stunt people, the people that want to be stunt people, I say, so what's your sport? Like, what do you do? Yeah. Uh, I want to know if you're a hockey player, a football player. I, I don't, you know, I'm just asking because what's really important is that I, I need to know that you can take a bump and you're not going to bellyache about it when you get up and that you're going to do take two, yeah. three, four, five, and six, mm-hmm. despite the fact you got a little bump and it's a little annoying um it's important well of course the first thing i did was to see if i could still swing a golf club of course because i went okay i'm good all right <laughs> yeah okay i can do that <laughs> i was terrified that's hilarious have you done much else with bikes in in terms of commercials and tv and stuff um basically no however <clears throat> i did do and again i think you guys may know about this one of the very beginning of my career if you want to call it that with bobby was doing a jump on a dirt bike where it went through not literally four minivans so what you see is that the guy goes off a jump he lands in the door of what there's four minivans side by side this to me before i've got some pictures and it goes right through Mm mm-hmm so I had to do the first jump. Now, clearly, first of all, I'll back up a bit by saying the reason they were shooting this spot was because this was the very beginning of two sliding doors on these. Okay. On the little Dodge Caravans. Okay. Before that, there was only a door on one side. So they wanted to accentuate the, the two, two doors. doors. Yeah. So what we did was we had me doing the big jump cut and then they had a kid with identical gear on. gear small little 80 same color everything the same that um would actually ride through 
Oh. It, it fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's but it, So they just sort of cheated it. They cheated it. Okay. But, um, Interesting. And it, well, that was a very fun spot because they let me train the kid. Mm-hmm. So I built jigs. <clears throat> With the exact same size as the doors. Oh, okay. And he came to my place. They brought a mini van or two so I could, you know, play with them. And uh, I got him to ride through. I just made two by four jigs the exact same size as the door to see if he could. There was about that much room. That's about it on each side of his little handles. So if we had to, you know, change things or or maybe tighten the suspension down for height. And um, so we practiced that. And then we shot in a warehouse near, uh, I'm going to say, where Fort York is, mm-hmm. just north of that. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think that old warehouse is still sitting there. What's that area called there? Toronto. Is that Liberty Village? Richmond. Oh, Fort York. Oh, it's my maybe. stomach again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I will tell you a funny story, which... I was sort of proud of myself. The issue they had was they wanted this kid to drive through these vans. And as he's driving through to pick up a, a thing of Coke that was in one of the cup holders. Like a, a cup? Yeah. A soft cup? Pick up a cup. He's riding? He's riding through. Through a van. All four. Four vans. So there's a... <clears throat> you have a, a floor, right? There's a floor. Yeah, he's not jumping. He's just... Yeah. Right? He's got to go through, grab the cup. So they've got a camera set in one of the vans where here he comes, he reaches, grabs the cup, and he he comes out of frame. Okay. With like his throttle hand? Or? Yeah. Okay. How, old, how old is this kid? 12. Okay. So now, was this a, this is a special that you got, right? They rolled this camera. He came in from here? Yeah. Yeah. All sorts of so questions. So their dilemma was... <laughs> May, how can we, he can't ride the bike through. He's got to take his hand off the throttle. Right. And they're talking about setting up a track system and pulling him through. And and I sure. normally yeah, well. keep my mouth shut. And But I thought, I have an idea. And again, I may have told you guys well, this. he had an idea. I had an idea. <clears throat> so I took the you kid. You don't have many of those. I, I don't, I admit. I've known you a long time. You don't? <laughs> and I said, I took a chair and I put the cup on it and I lined him up and I pushed him. Sure. Oh, okay. And he went by, grabbed the cup and, and I said, <laughs> Yeah, no offense. I was going to so say, easy. just push him. Yeah. Oh, they were, had all these mechanical things they were going to set up and I'm going, it, it's got to be simpler than that. And again, I'm not trying to be a smart ass here. It was one of those things that I thought they just need to see him for three seconds. 100%. Going by. Absolutely. Yeah, but this is another good reason to have you here. I it is. That's why. That's why. So I can, you know. Yeah. Like in school. Yeah, well, yeah. See, that's why a good stunt coordinator yeah. is on set. 100%. And anyway, so I talked to the first AD. I said, you know, it's. I know this isn't my place. However, I may have a solution. And he, I tell him, and he goes, You could do minute. that? Just a minute. <laughs> so 
you know, he's sitting in, in van two <laughs> or three. I just give him a little push. 100%. Right through, bang, they get the shot. How wonderful. Like they would have taken two <laughs> hours to set this up, and I'm thinking, this just, something here just doesn't make sense. And I, mm. you know, you thought of it right away. But it was funny. They were just way overthinking the whole thing. And the bike was in neutral running. Sure. You know. But it was one of those little moments of, you know. What's a kid do with the cup? I guess they just, I think it was to. No, but what do you do with it after? Well, remember, they just see him picking it up. That's it. So I guess they want. But on the day when you pushed him, the kid's got one hand on the handlebar. Yeah, where did he end up? You're pushing. Did he just put his hand up on the, to stand himself? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. He just fell over. Because once he picked up and left shot, that was it. And I think the cup was probably empty. You know. A number of years ago, I had to do a thing with mm-hmm. Andrew on a bicycle. Yeah, yeah. And a high handle bar bicycle, banana seat. The I old think. Mustang bikes. That's what we called them. That's what it was, wasn't it? Or was it a... It probably was, different it, names, but... I don't... Yeah, did it have that vibe to it? But he had oh. to drive down the street with these two great big slurpy cups in his hand. He, how do you control your bike? And it's just nuts. And then he got shot with... Uh, I got shot with a whole whack of paintballs. And then just had to fall. I was. I came out of it just welted from neck down. Like for real? Did oh, you? Yeah. That? Oh yeah. For, for real. That stuff hurts. After yeah. after the first one, I put a <laughs> I put a pad over my uh, my junk. Cause uh, yeah, I had some you had junk like, back I'm then. Die there. Yeah. I well, you know. <laughs> so they had dropped. <laughs> Finally, come on, Jim. <laughs> Jesus. Bit personal <laughs> this here. Sorry, gang. Years ago. Yeah. yeah. This is just yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> took me a while whatever you know anyway. there's not a lot of motorcycles I, I've not done I, I've never done a Harley commercial if anyone's listening <laughs> um, love to um, I don't think I've ever done a, a commercial for an actual motorcycle company other than I, I did a big dog chopper commercial years ago um, but uh, but but that's yeah I remember I you had to it. slide that thing well I didn't right? slide it I had to turn it pretty sharp and they're not, oh, okay. they're not that easy to do yeah no but i actually sure. did do another one too a suzuki spot but so oh. like a suzuki proper like yeah a, okay okay up okay. uh muskoka oh well they, they put you in some leathers and you had to my, myself what? and the young jones boy oh okay oh yeah we were riley no Braden. dad Oh, oh! Literally, Jamie. Yeah, the yeah. The, the the not youngest. One yeah. Well, of all, you know, all of them by comparison. And again, this was <laughs> probably twenty years ago. Right. Right. But uh, interesting. And that was fun because there was a couple of high speed flybys where they put a camera up on one of the rock cuts. I think Jamie did that one because there was a Hayabusa, and uh, and I had like a sports bike. But yeah. That just and again, it was nothing like it was fun, but. So there was. So I guess technically that would be three times that I was on camera on a motorcycle. You ever driven a Hayabusa? Uh, I've driven. I don't, I don't think so. Have you, have you ever driven anything that, that is uh, competitive to it? Have, have you ever, well, I raced. I? No, I know. I know you raced. So, so. Well, this was a, like a GSXR 750 that yeah. I was on. Right. Oh, it rocked. Yeah. But, okay. but it wasn't like the Hayabusa. Straight line speed the hayabusa what was it like 140 horse or something yeah so fucking crazy yeah the gsxrs back then were 80 something like that okay and the reason i remember is because super bikes 
were around 110 horsepower yeah. in the day. Yeah. Right back in the late 80s. And I remember thinking, now you can go buy a bike out of the box with like 150 horsepower that'll do 195 miles an hour. And there are people oh, buying stupid. them as their first bike. Yep. You know, uh, <clears throat> Dad, this is what I want. And my God, your mistakes are multiplied by a thousand. They put the buy and bike. Yeah. I've always thought strongly about that. And again, I know I keep saying this. I can't remember if I've told you guys about it, but probably in the 80s, I'll never forget a newspaper article I saw. And some kid got a, a VMAX. And like two days after his birthday, he was going up Scarborough Golf Club Road. And he forgot that it'll get to 100 in four and a half seconds. But they don't stop that quick. Yeah. And a car pulled out in front of him, cut the car in half. Two people Whoa. two people in the car killed. Him and his girlfriend killed. Bike was literally just part of the car. You could hardly distinguish. It was just a ball of junk. Jesus. Holy and it was the perfect example of inexperience where if you're gonna do that, you know, he obviously got on it and <clears throat> give her. And then it's like, whoa. It's fun to show off that I can do this. But I can't stop. Yeah. If you're going to do that, do it on a country road somewhere where nobody's going to pull out of a driveway. If you have the desire to get on it a bit. Yeah, even then. I mean. Oh, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always say, pick your places to play. If you're going to. I totally agree. You know, when I'm in my car, if I decide that, you know, maybe I'll get on it a little bit, I you know, I'll pick a spot that's no way anybody's getting in, in my face. You know, you're talking about maybe going up to 400 when you can't see a car for, you know, but I'm not saying, of course, no, I don't condone you. doing that, but you got to pick your places if you're going to do something You know, I was like that. I was on my... Uh... <laughs> right, Randy? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's going to get edited, isn't no, it? No, no, I have a... You have this, you have this beautiful hot car and... Andrew and I were coming home from work one. Oh man, we were on the four hundred one. Speaking about yeah. giving her, we said, "Who's driving this car like that?" <laughs> you don't always run them at one hundred and twenty miles an hour. I know, but I th- it's so funny. We pulled up beside us, beside the car, and it's you. It's we're that, so wicked. It actually, it, I remember that. That was on the four hundred seven. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. It was on the four hundred seven, and you were actually kind of in the other lane. Yeah, you were in for a minute, lane. and and I remember he goes, uh, he goes, wouldn't you shit if that was Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Four seconds later, so the trouble Jim. is it. This is my philosophy. That car, yeah, when there's no traffic, yeah, you're sitting duck. Oh, by the coppers? 100%. You're running 100 miles an hour, which your truck is nothing. Like, it's 160K. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're just a sitting duck. Whereas if I technically run quicker when there's more traffic because you're not going to stand out. Well, you're flying with them. Yeah. So if you're going 10 or 20K quicker, you don't... No, it makes sense. Just you don't know. be the guy at the back. But that road, there was nobody on that road. So I was, what was I doing? 110, 120. And I wasn't in a hurry, but I thought, you know, I saw you guys coming. You look like you didn't even <laughs> want to drive. 
You just luckety muck. Listen to the tunes. Right. That was hilarious. You know, I give her a little shot every once in a while just for fun. For sure, man. But uh, no, that's to me, that's, you know, all you need is one guy sitting up there at the time you decide to, as you know, five seconds, you're doing 190. Huh. You know. Yep. So you got to pick your places. <laughs> well, speaking of which, I was I was on my motorcycle. I was with a buddy, and we were up, uh, I don't even know exactly where. We were north of Guelph somewhere, kind of, you know where the Badlands are, or what are they called, the Badlands? The, um, um, Do you know where that is? Yeah, I, I shot there so many times. Uh, kind of, the, the ground almost, it's like a red rock. It looks like a scene out of a Mars movie. Yeah, uh, north of Milton, uh, uh, Orangeville area. Nice roads. Really. Oh, I know Orangeville area. That Yeah, it's, it's like that uh, uh yeah, oh, that really, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they kind of got that up and down. Yeah, what's it called? I know where you mean. Yeah. So, we were up there and there was like a beautifully brand new paved road. And fortunately, it had been kind of a warm day and I was just in my t-shirt, you know, and then uh when we got to the Badlands area, we hopped out, we looked around, and when we got on our bikes again uh put on my leather jacket i was very lucky because i was probably doing maybe 90k something like that uh, uh on a straight a fucking straight ass road you could see anything for yep. miles right uh we'd kind of come up over this hill and all of a sudden it was just straight <clears throat> and way the hell down there there's a small i think it's like a white s10 you know, Chevy little truck sitting at a stop sign coming out this way. It's the only <clears throat> other thing around. My buddy's behind me on his bike. And I'm going, man, why is this guy not going yet? He has more than enough time to go ahead of right. me. Right. Right. Obviously, he's sitting there texting or putting a CD in or whatever the hell he was doing. And as I'm approaching, I'm now very wary of what's going on. I don't want to... Uh, you know, you start to kind of slow down. You're like, why is yeah. this guy sitting there? What's wrong with this So picture? I'm waiting for that look. You know, as soon as you get the look, you go, okay. Right. Now I think I'm clear. Well, he did. He looked over and I went, oh, good. I'm I'm golden. And just <laughs> No kept stop cruising. sign for you. Nothing for me. Uh, he's on a dirt road like this at the stop and I'm going straight, and I see him look directly at me, and I thought, "This is oh, I'm good. I'm yeah. just good to go." And then he went. He went right oh as I got there, God. and he. I missed his truck. I I hit uh, my brakes, and I'm standing on my bike, like almost as if I'm trying to pull it backwards. Yeah. Um, back wheels and my, off my, the ground. My back wheel is going left, and uh, I get past his truck by maybe an inch or something like that. I couldn't believe that I didn't hit it. He the the best part was that he kept going. Um, so did you miss the back of it or the? Front yeah, I missed the back of it, oh like my God. just by a hair. And then I tried to give it uh, some gas to to just keep on going, to but my it. my back wheel went completely right. It just came back and went right. And now at this point, I'm sliding, and I know I'm going down. There's no there's no way I'm not. So is that a great feeling? The, now, fortunately, <laughs> I have the. <clears throat> the, the wherewithal, this, the wherewithal, the sensibility to look the around and on all stuff. Yeah, yeah. With all the muckety muck right now, I got, I, I see like a fence, a ditch, a post, a pole. You know, I'm looking at everything. And I'm like, fuck it, and I just put my bike down and let my bike go, and it went 
way down the road and I slid behind it. It went right through roadkill. I slid through roadkill. I had blood and like fur all up my oh back. My God. It was a pretty nasty little thing, but fortunately <clears throat> everyone's good. I'm good. Whatever. The guy gets out. Um, he's almost in tears. This, this guy in the Chevy truck. Can't believe he just did what he did. My buddy's flipping out. I'm kind of like a little bit stunned. Yeah. So I'm, Whoa, what the fuck just happened? And and now my buddy's giving this guy hell. And I'm kind of going, it's all good. You know, the guy looks like he's going to cry. He knows he did wrong. That's yeah. right, I'm sure. But he says to me um, that he can't believe what he just did because his brother is the motorcycle safety like head of Ontario or some shit. Oh, my God. Um, whatever that is. Um, yeah. But anyway, speaking of like. So maybe he that was thought you had a stop thing. sign, I wonder. I don't think. Or did no, he just gap? I, really, I think that he, he was gap. sitting there. He was sitting there because it was so long. That stretch of road was so long. Yeah. He had more than enough time to go way ahead of me. It, and it's just a country road. It was his stop sign. I had no stop signs for days. Right. You know? um, and then he. I think he just, when he looked up, he wasn't thinking. I just think he wasn't thinking. Yeah, he just gapped Did out. he say that he saw you? No, he just didn't see me at all. He had no idea. Because I'm going to tell you something. Again, I'm aware of anyway. I was on my road, which is like rural. And I had one of those situations where I was the guy sitting in the truck. And I looked both ways and I started to pull forward and something caught my eye right there. And it was a motorcycle. And I went, oh my God. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I stopped. But it shook me because I was looking for a car. My brain must have, because I'm telling you, I looked. Yeah. And then I, I, I started to move. And again, I saw that and I went, so now I, always, I literally always, especially in the country, take two looks because yeah. it, it actually scared me that I missed it. And I mean, he would have broadsided me if I had pulled out yeah. as per... Yeah, and I just caught it. Like, I don't know if he had a light on. I don't remember. Like, you think, how could you miss that? How could you possibly miss that? Hmm. You can't ignore the fact that when you're on a motorcycle, that it's you're entering a danger zone. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, you, you got to be expecting the worst all the time. Yeah. But it, it, it shook me a bit that I, that I missed that. Now, I, thank God I caught it and I stopped. But I could have just as easily pulled right, and he would have hit me right in the driver's door. Yeah. You know? So we would have had to delay this another <clears throat> couple of weeks, you know, probably. <laughs> that was on the well, way that here. that was recent. <laughs> Damn. So, Jim, uh, if you had any advice for any young people wanting to get into the stunt business and do some stunt driving, um, do you have any advice for anybody that well, certainly, to this? Certainly... Um, and I think we're all in agreement. First of all, don't don't include me in your shit. Evade the cops no. or don't evade the cops. No, but <laughs> use your head. Don't do stupid stuff on the road. And that's not because we got to be safe. Of course we do. You know, play in parking lots, play in dirt roads where there's no other traffic. But to me, I've always said play. You got to get out there and feel vehicles, all different vehicles. This is the beginning of. You know, a lot of us are, you know, we love this stuff and we love playing and we love driving. But when it comes to controlling 
um, fine controlling of cars, especially if they're sliding and stopping. You know, you mentioned um, braking before hitting a person. That stuff is not as easy as it looks. Practice it. Practice everything um, mm-hmm. before you go out and, you know, attempt to try to get involved in the business. Um, your skills have to be somewhat honed. Um, you know, it's like, again, me doing anything gymnastic. I'm I'm a semi-athletic <clears throat> person, but that's not my thing. That's not my... Right. I, would, I would never go there. Just, you know... So stay in your comfort zone. Don't lie about your skills. And, um, you know, with any luck, maybe... I've always said to people, maybe if your skills are there... Maybe you'll um, be able to be a double for somebody that might give you your first little break to, you know, it may not be sliding cars around corners, but, you know. Uh, but you have you have said to me, and I think you kind of said this earlier, but you have said to me too that, if you, like, you, you take an interest in it. And that, oh. that's a huge part. Well, that's the thing. And I, I truly believe that, you know, some of us older guys that I've known and, you know, you guys are included, but we've always been into this world, you know, yeah. um, <clears throat> and really enjoy it and love it. That's the thing. I am, I just, yeah, it I comes, love it. It yeah. comes natural. It's not something we want to do. It's just part of what we do. Yeah. Yeah. There's some about, I mean, I always loved hopping <clears throat> in the car. Yeah. I always loved driving. I was always the driver first when it was with friends. Yep. You and, know. and it's, it's. I guess everybody can learn how to do this, but it helps if you've got that inner drive from an early age to to just drive. You know, I know people that are, you know, in their 30s and don't have their driver's license. They couldn't care less. See, now that's, a, that's an interesting statement. It brings up something I thought of earlier. Um, <clears throat> going back to actors and stunt people who, let's say, audition for commercial uh, car commercials and stuff like that, or they have to drive on something. Um, we'll get a short list. I, I always ask for a short list. If you've got three people you're choosing from, let me speak to them. I need their phone numbers. I need to speak to them because I can. You can't con a con. Right. Um, I'll know somebody's bullshitting me within thirty seconds of the conversation. Uh oh. Oh Jesus! See, it took me two <laughs> hours to figure this one out. But the um, but so. My question is, and, and if I can't ask the question personally, I will have uh, production ask the question, do you have a driver's license? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you drive a car on a daily basis? Mm, good because, question. Because a number of, a lot of actors, though they have a, 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 a license, they use public transit because they live in a big city and there's no need to own a car. So if you rent a car three times a year because you're going away for a weekend and that's the extent of your driving skills and, or, or experience, uh, you're not my person, uh, especially if you're driving with a rig and a camera and you have a, a camera operator and a director in the car with you. You know, it's pretty important. Um, so I need to know that you're a, an actual driver of a vehicle. You own one and you drive all the time. That's a very good very good question. Yeah, I like know. That. I know, Jim. I'm a professional. No, no, but I'm saying I, 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 I just. <laughs> it's so fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
But I don't think I've I've done that. I've always asked about a driver's license and what kind of experience they've had. But I can tell you now, although I do believe my son is a very good driver. Yeah. He doesn't drive now. He's downtown. His yeah. car's sitting at home. See, yeah. there you go. He hasn't technically driven for two years. Yeah. And he's a, right now he's a city person because he's living downtown. And I was just going to call him for a spot next week. He go, no, no, but he's he's good, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, I know, Spence, it wouldn't be a problem. But, yeah, I get it. But there you go. That's the lifestyle you're talking about that, right there. That's correct. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it never really clicked with me before until... You know, he's his car's been sitting in the driveway for since a year ago, September. Yeah. He says I just take public transit or a bicycle. I hope he's paying oh, storage. It's easy as fuck. Oh yeah, big time. Six hundred a month. Nice. Yeah, good. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> but yeah. And you know, they'll go skiing on a weekend and usually take his girlfriend's car. Yeah. But um that's very true. Well we'll call you know, her. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we'll call her. Yeah. No, but it, it's that's a very valid point because I'm sure a lot of these yeah well, young people live downtown somewhere. Sure. Can you drive? Yeah, yeah. of course. Because yeah. that's that's the extent. Can you swim? There are a lot of questions about stunt sure, driving I, uh, from people who don't actually own a car. Yeah, and that is it's a bit of a yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah, but, it's just a hard one to deal with. I mean, but as a stunt coordinator, you get that all the time. Like like I say, can you swim? Yeah, sure, I. Jump in my can pool. Can you drive standard? But I jump in my pool every weekend. Yeah. And I can make it from where I fall off the diving board to the edge. <laughs> That's not swimming. How long can you tread water and... Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, but that's... Yeah. But again, when you get... I'm going to say deceived once or twice, you yeah. start to... It almost gets to a point where depending on the nature of what you're shooting... You might want to see some visual, uh, yeah, examples yeah. of I don't know. Just what's un what's unfortunate is that, uh, as according to our union rules, you cannot perform a stunt in an audition, so you can't audition by driving. Um, so when you audition, they're going off um, your look and performance. <clears throat> I uh, I did a commercial years ago where we had a whole bunch of little Mazda Miatas decked out as bumper cars mm. so we're actually driving yeah, down the road bumping. that sounds awesome yeah it was it was fun so the young lady that got the job um driving the car as the star of the commercial um when she arrived she was in costume and i said hi my name's randy i'm your stunt coordinator can i introduce you to your vehicle please and, and I, I walked over to her car and she goes oh hmm is that a stick shift Mm -hmm. um, I don't drive standard. I said, oh, you don't. Then my mind started going, well, we can maybe switch cars. Those little things lift off the car and put on a different one. And she says, well, um, I don't really drive. And I said, so what do you mean? You don't drive anything ever? Nothing? <laughs> Bicycle. Right on her head, she? Driving? Automatic and standard. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. So I wouldn't, I'm not why saying she, would that even, I don't why? have an, any clue and why it, that and, would happen. And she knew it was part of the spot. 100%. Yeah. Guess who wore a dress and a wig? 
I've done it. Yeah. I mean, for that reason. We can't do it anymore, but yeah. For that reason. Well, also, you're there. You're shooting. Yeah, I will again if I have to. Yeah. Because it's right there. Yeah. Um, I saw you at the, uh, where was the name of that bar? Uh, Yeah. Never mind. (laughs) I guess you were shooting a spot that night. Yeah, that's right. Well, all the (laughs) hidden cameras. cameras. (laughs) (laughs) You got to do something about those legs. Time for a shave, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that was funny. I was wearing pants. Um, that's funny. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, just that you, you can't do that. No. But that situation I was telling you about, I had to, now they were going to wig me anyway. Yeah. Because I had to do a very aggressive slide. Yeah. Um, but this other person was supposed to do some of the running shots. Because mm. there were two females. Yeah. Well, look. Anyway, uh, hey man. Long story short, I, I I did some wigging. I did some wigging and I got in shit for it, and it was yeah. called wigging. And that was the first time I ever found out this was wrong. I think you were the. Well, it's funny because you were the beginning of that. Yeah, in a yeah, sense, the turn. Because Randy, as you know, how many years did got, I, I? I won't post them all, but yeah, but it's oh, but dozens. But, but it's funny because most of the people that kind of gave me some grief had all done it all of them had done it themselves absolutely both and male all, and female backwards. yeah all of them every one of them and i just i just went man what the fuck yeah. did i and 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 nobody uh nobody asked me what i did nothing they just blamed they just pointed fingers and and all this shit it was a really silly can i ask moment. was this after the fact like yes. you, you did the job. Uh, actually, I was on I was on the job when I got like the first bit of shit from someone there. From from it started with somebody who was there, and then it and it 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 literally spread like wildfire, and I started getting shit from somebody else um, uh, over my phone, you know, over text. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and I went, what the fuck did I do? And I'm sitting here thinking like, what have what has happened? Because nobody was defining at all. Of course, what I had done. Uh, nobody oh. told me what I was doing wrong. Um, um, yeah, and it was uh, it was kind of. I look back at it now, and I just I just laugh because it was the thing is is at the time I, I'm sitting here worried, thinking this is going to affect my. My future is going to affect my career, this and whatever. But now I look back and go, man, the lack of common sense yeah. and the lack of anyone doing their due diligence to figure out what actually happened on the day. I didn't just throw on a wig for no reason. There was all kinds of trouble that day uh, that we'd ran into. And I was asked, uh, I was like, it was, it all just happened so right. fast. doesn't matter. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, and I was the Wigan guy. Well, I, I can, I can back you in the sense that, and Randy knows this better than anybody. Still to this day, yeah. When I'm on set, I get, I get um, crew saying, "Where's your wig?" Because literally, not half, but probably you know, know, one out of four commercials I would do. Yeah. Because I've got a fairly small stature, and I said stature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you could throw a wig on me and I'm not, you know, like 240 pounds, so it would kind of work. And if you've seen a silhouette, and I'm obviously very happy to do it. I've but denied a million we, of them since. We never thought twice about it. Yeah, yeah but no, right? so my argument, my argument would be this, and I, and I will argue this to the cows come home. Uh, you're not a stunt double in a car. No. You are a stunt driver in a car. And usually we have darkened windows, like a yeah. um, tinted style, t- tinted style of windshield as well. Um, but the shadow that you might have come through the window has to be the similar shape, the silhouette. Thank you. So um, if you are a stunt double in a commercial television show or a movie, that means that your personage is actually on screen doubling the actor the hero yeah the hero so when you're in a vehicle doing running footage sliding doing whatever your personage is not being uh acknowledged yeah yeah Yeah, right so you're not a stunt double you're just a stunt driver in a car hmm if you have to get out of that car, if you slide a car to a stop and then you have to get out and fall down, then I would have a stunt double do the fall. To do that in the fall, right? And that would be whatever sex necessary, dressed in yeah. the same fashion, right? But but otherwise, you're not a stunt double in a in a car, you're a stunt driver. So what I do is I hire for skill and experience, not look. Yeah. Because in a sense, look doesn't come into it. Thank God. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Or sex. It doesn't matter. To yeah. Me. Yeah. And you've always said that. I know you've said that you want. It has to, it has to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No. And that was, I think ironically it's funny we're talking about it i think that was the beginning of yeah you know that whole the downfall of the yeah industry. and i mean yeah. Uh, yeah i was right there in the beginning of all of a very but it's it's become a very woke business in general yeah. uh in a lot of ways and i'm not saying that uh that a a female didn't deserve the job that yeah we're not judging the hell uh but you know it's at a point now where you can't even play um you know um handicap if you're not handicapped or oh. you can't yeah yeah you know you can't even voice the car you know it's one if you're vo- if you're the voice of a puppy that's uh a blue you can be anybody but if you're the voice of a you know, uh, a black character in a cartoon or something, you can't be white, right? Et cetera, et cetera. It goes all the way down the line. Um, you know, and, and I, when I look back, I think I was right at the beginning of all this craziness. You were, you know, and it's hard to tell where's right, where's wrong, all this stuff, but man, yeah, I, I honestly, coming, you know, you uh, I know we're going to close this off soon, but, um, was that, <laughs> So we'll, uh, we're we, going to have, yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to pause this one. We're, we're going to, I'll cut this out because Blair's just run upstairs to paint. Yeah, this is it. Okay. Let's go again. Okay. Let's go again. <clears throat> it's going again. Going again. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so you said you had a joke. So 
just to see if I can start this properly. I'll use the old Randy version where this friend of mine is having trouble remembering names. And so he goes to his doctor and says, listen, I don't know what's going on. I can't remember names. You know, I, I you know, we, we, uh, we play tennis with these people and I Into keep the oh, and we keep forgetting the names. He says, listen, this is what you do. You have to associate their name with something so that it'll bring back that name. So he says, okay, okay. He says, I'll try that. So he's with his wife and somebody goes by, I can't remember the name, and he, he, he goes to his buddy, he says, what's, um, what's that flower with the prickly thing? And his buddy says, Rose. He says, Rose, can you ask that guy what his name is? <laughs> Oh, that's cute. I don't know if I did it right, but... No, that's good. He didn't even know his wife's name. Yeah, that's there cute. you go. That's cute. Thank you. I, I, I get it. I get your humor. That's awesome. Come on, Randy, you got to have one. Well, my favorite joke of the week, and uh, not everyone's really responsive to this, but I love this joke. Um, <clears throat> you know, my family, we've always been into guns, and uh, a number of years ago... My father bought a handgun to protect us five children. Mm. Right. And then uh, about a year later, he got rid of that gun to protect us four children. <laughs> <laughs> How many are left now? <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. It's wrong. It's really it's a good joke, but I have heard it 16 times this week. So That's an Anthony Jesselneck movie. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Anthony Jensen. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So hey, awesome. Jim. Uh, before we do uh, uh, wrap things up, would you uh, do us the honor? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Want you. me to draw a picture? Yeah. Whatever you want. Oh, you want me to write my name? Down? Yeah. Well, you know, that's a part of it. <laughs> Come on over here and do something in the in the plane. All right. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> Jesus, he's going to write a book. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Well, he got the first part right anyway. Yeah, he did. To the awesome butchers. <laughs> what are your names again? <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's just the big old Sharpie scratching across the table for those yeah. listening. Thanks so much for having me on. Going again. Jesus, does he think he, we have so much time? What? what? <laughs> What's that last part there? That can be enough ink for his signature. Does that say gaze? Oh, it says guys. Love it. Thanks, Jim. Jimmy, thank you, man. 41. Beautiful. Love it. My Love pleasure, it. guys. It's been awesome. Thank you.
Well, and, yeah. I mean, hey, listen, we've been through so much. Uh, the reminiscing is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We could go on forever. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. A few nervous spots. Yeah, yeah. Like before, <laughs> but that's that's, that's a good part stuff. of the excitement. Yeah, yeah that's the good stuff. If you weren't nervous, you know, like boring. Again, we don't. Are we done? Yeah, keep going. No, no, we're done. We're not done yet. Okay. Well, no, but we're done when you. But shut having up. your support, and I'm talking about in a, in a specific. I'll never forget the the privilege you gave me doing the the thing with the, the stunt with um, Blair with the cars in uh, we did last year two years ago. Sorry, Blair, do you remember this? Where you hit me? Um, oh my goodness! Oh, mayor of Kingstown. Thank you. In the, the oh man, that was awesome. Yeah, it was but, a great. But spot. but you absolutely. <clears throat> kept me calm because I knew I'm about to get broadsided by a Cadillac mm -hmm. and I just said Randy if you're good with everything here I'm perfect yeah thanks for your trust Jim I yeah, appreciate and it. you said you're good I've you know, never heard roll cage. oh I know I know and I it, remember it, you telling me fuck nothing but it, was, it really it was... you know it helps I know that's all part of the deal but yeah. you know I would trust you with my life literally and um I was absolutely thrilled to do that, but you know, to hear the words helps, you yeah. know, and, and it, it was kind of a cool thing because it was a great, great scene. And, and again, it I've, worked out so. I've well. told people about that and the fact that we were blind till the very last yeah. second and a half. Yeah. yeah, and that was the creepy part about it. Yeah, that was you and Blair, and that that worked yeah. out so well. But and I got to give Blair, I think, the lion's share of the credit because he was he was the guy hitting the right end of the car. Yeah, you know, I just kind of. But the thing too but is the timing you had to be there. Yeah. And uh, I think it was the uh, stunt coordinator's expert ability to Yeah, set it was up that, that shot. Again. Andrew, yeah, that was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, all those things through the years are you know, help you Yeah. You know. And I know we were well protected, but it was it was an awesome cuz you're doing things that you go I shouldn't be doing. Like, you know, we're we're going to crash cars. Not natural. Exactly. But it's so exciting. Yeah. You know, it's so exciting. Yeah. I, I love it. It's And I, production was tickled. Indeed. Yeah. It was a great shot. And the I'll tell you, the only thing I was afraid of was making sure I hit that button. Well, that's see, that's the point. What, that's the point. You guys did this awesome blind hit that spun you around, and you pushed that button. That back hatch opened up, and the drugs popped out. Have you, have you seen the shot? I did. It's brilliant. Yeah. The timing, well, the timing was impeccable. He caught me perfectly. Yeah. And all I could remember is the second I see his front bumper, I know I got about half a second. And I just held my hand there with my... Because I said, I'm not going to do this. I'm, I'm going in like this because <laughs> that's going to screw the whole shot up if that doesn't open. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But anyway, that was so awesome. That was yeah. To be honest, it wasn't about the crash. It was about the drugs. Yeah, yeah. But again, that spin around because he caught the back mm -hmm. end of the car yeah. just perfect. Oh, it was awesome. You know, thank it was you, fun. Blair. It was fun to be there. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you for your support and your continued love. Love. Awesome. Love you guys. Yeah. Love you back. Blair. Both awesome back. guys. And you too, Blair. You're amazing. Just because you're not sitting here, I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, Blair's a man. Yeah, oh, Absolutely. he's... Yeah. All right. All awesome. right. Well, thank you, Jim. You're on me, Blair. Love it, man.
Hey, I'm Google. All righty. Well, <laughs> cut it, B.